0: And I miss you, I'm going back home to the West Coast And I miss you, I'm going back home to the West Coast And I miss you, I'm going back home to the West Coast
1: Live from KBGA Studios, it's Jackson Wagner and Taylor Featherman West Coast <laughs> Let me live that fantasy. Friday, Friday. Get Hello. Welcome. To the West Coast Bias show. Taylor Featherman and Jackson Wagner. Hello. On your Friday. Good Friday morning to you. Fri-yay. 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 Oh, man. Yo yo We made it. We made it through another week. Jackson, how was your week?
2: It was good. Good, good, good. Busy uh, busy week in the old car- coaching circuit. Ooh. That's right, Lolo. Three games this week went one and two, so uh, got one and two that, ain't got bad. that first win. We were I was a little afraid after our performance Monday that we weren't going to win a game all year long. Oh, I, was, wow. I was I was as frustrated as I've ever been. Hope the that's kids don't true. listen. <clears throat> but I yeah it, it, was, it was a little scary moment. We got we kind of got our our butts handed to us. Wasn't a very good performance. I couldn't get them into anything, so uh, that's on me. And then uh, bounced back Tuesday with a win, so that was good. They were all excited,
1: but now you bounce back.
2: But Hellgate, Hellgate took us down. Oh no! Gear did they really? Uh. On the on the road. That was the first road trip. I forgot what it's like. Well, and especially just with middle school kids, like hopping on the bus to to go on the road trip with the middle school kids was fun for me. Just like listening to them talk, You're just and a they're kid again. they're like playing music in the back, and they're playing like childish Gambino. And oh I, really? I looked back and was like excited, and then I think they thought like, oh no, we're gonna get in trouble. And so they turned it down, and when we got there, I was like, who was playing the Childish on the way up? That was sweet. And they were like, oh, oh yeah, that was, that was me. That was me. Like, oh, I turned it down because I thought that I didn't know if I was going to. And I said, <laughs> I'm not going to play any music for you, but if you want to play, you like, play whatever you want. I'm not going to judge. That was, that was a good pick. Yeah,
1: so. No, nothing nothing wrong with little Childish. What song?
2: Uh, three thousand five, so I
1: could've I could've guessed yeah,
2: that. Yeah, that's like the most middle school. There's no way they were playing anything off I was, of uh, I was gonna off say, the new album, but well, yeah, the new album No Red bone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that'll that'll be coming out of their, yeah. their I iPhones.
1: I don't know, it's a catchy 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 beat, I suppose. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah, we'll I don't know people like it. Yeah. That's well, good. It's In good the though. coaching circuit. Have you lost it's your coaching. voice yet? Screaming at them?
2: Uh <clears throat> not really. I had a cold at the start of the week and Ooh. so my voice was kind of already gone and then yeah, Tuesday. Uh, that was the game we won and it was I, you know they're ju- it's it's just you gotta help them with about everything cause they're you know these are kids who haven't played basketball very often so they forget if you don't constantly yell like put your hands up you gotta be straight up you gotta be straight up at all right. times Hey, you can shoot it now like if, if I don't tell them to shoot it sometimes they'll be standing wide open for like 5 seconds without shooting it so hmm. I, I've figured out more and more as the games have gone along that I need to yell a lot and that day I lost my voice a little bit but have you had any not like t-
1: reporters coming after you, where you have to like
2: you know? Yeah, I've I've had to I've had to them the avoid heart, coach the press, talk. Uh, coach speak. You know, we gave it our we gave it our best out there today. You know, had any of them come after? That's you on about, that's on me, not them. About effort, no.
1: You have to hit them with Eff- the – I'm a man. I'm 22. You come after me. I'm a come young. Come after me. I'm a man. I'm 40. I'm a man. I'm not a kid. <laughs> if I see your kid on the corner, it's great. Oh, Mike Gundy.
2: Mike Gundy. He's the That was, like, 11 years ago now. Yeah, I know. I still that's reference crazy. that,
1: and someone told me, like, a couple years ago, like, hey, man. No, that's, like, that, that's, like, that, like, that's a great reference. That's, like, already a 10-year-old reference, and I'm like, really? Is that is that a real thing? Is it's that already 10 so years good, old? so good,
2: though. Such a great reference. How was your, how was your week?
1: Uh, pretty good. Pretty good quick, I feel like. I feel like yeah. it was a fast week. Yeah, same. Uh, no school here on Friday, but Woo! more importantly, Veterans Day, us here at the West Coast yes. Bias Show. Salute all those in service. Sacrificing so we don't have to protecting the homeland cannot be thankful enough here at the yes, West Coast yes. Bias Show, but um, yeah, parking on campus very easy today.
2: Hey, I it was funny I was Silver driving lining. and I I usually park in the neighborhoods and I was driving and I was like, wow, this is strange. There's uh, parking spots are open everywhere and then I was like, oh wait, there's no school. I don't even have to park out here. <laughs> I can park on campus today. Right. That, so that was huge.
1: I was thinking like, man, it's one of those Fridays everyone just decided that eh, you know it's not worth it it's yeah, not not <laughs> no, happening school sucks. today and i was like i've been there before <laughs> and then i look and i was like oh there's snow and i was trying to hit the little meter machine cuz i i've decided that rather than paying the action, and i'll give a uh, pro tip out there for any college students listening this this one's free this one's free for Ooh. you rather than getting the multiple 100 dollar parking pass to find spots that don't exist yeah it's better if Every once in a while you will come across a spot in like the where you have to have the parking pass thing, so you can buy like a scratch off park pass where you get like five parks for ten bucks or something, really, so I always have one of those loaded up, and then other than that, my classes are pretty spread apart, so you know an hour here, an hour there, so I just hit the hour lots and you gotta figure you know carry the four there you go, yeah, I'm spending like twelve bucks a week on parking, maybe times 16 16 weeks in the semester but some days off here and there it ends up being cheaper than doing the full blown you know i don't i don't even know how much that thing is like 300 I think it's like 180 190 Oh really? I thought it was like $200. Well,
2: 190 is basically <laughs> yeah. 200. Well,
1: that's true. Sorry, I'm not a math guy, Jackson. <laughs> You're like the only journalist who can do math. Jeez. Well, but I don't know. Just pro tip, pro tip for the kids out there thinking about college and stuff. Yeah. It's a little a little bit easier to Anyway, the meter wouldn't take my card. So, so 16 I thought times i
2: was tw- tw- times twelve is one ninety two. I'm just throwing that out there.
1: Hmm. But if it's two hundred, I'm saving ten dollars. You're saving eight dollars. So Hey, or
2: hey, pro but other pro tip. Just park two blocks away up towards Higgins Avenue and uh it's free. You just have to walk a little bit, which is unfortunate when it's this cold out. But
1: Hey, I'm just saying my spot is right next to the, you know, there's, there's those hey, little meter true. spots. True. There's usually always a spot, true. and it's very close. That's fair. But I guess I'm I guess I'm guess paying. I, dang, I didn't. Not a math guy, but I, I thought <laughs> I was saving a lot more money than that.
2: It's, uh. Wow. You're right there.
1: That's kind of upsetting. But, yeah, the machine wouldn't take my card this morning, so I called him to make sure I didn't have to pay because the meter guy has kind of got an eye on me now. We've Ooh, had some really? run-ins, yeah. kind of a personal vendetta. It's, yeah. Hey, not the best situation, but yeah, it happens. It know. happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, meh, yeah. meh. Nah. You're gonna get through, but yeah, quick week uh, flew by. I feel like yeah. very, very fast. We're getting was, towards the end here. If you're a University
2: of Montana student still. It snowballs. Listening. It snowballs. Yeah, it, it, we're you know, right. We're right there.
1: Keeps picking up speed. And the next thing you know, it's like one days a week. It, it just starts flying by. Yep. Which yep, is yep. not good.
2: I've got one more test basically, and then it's just getting ready for finals we're already at that stage of the year where you know you got it's it's midterms i think i've already complained about this but it's dumb that they are called midterms because they happen Throughout not the at the term. middle of the term they happen twice there's like a third third of the terms so we're basically two-thirds of the way through all my all my secondary testing has been done now i just got those finals left and the, you know so you got you got like a week off essentially it's nice yeah, not actually. Let your hair That's down a bad a way to bit. to uh, assess that. But well, you know
1: that uh, that kind of last night you had your World War II history yes. class Thursday oh, night.
2: Man. Can I tell you uh, just a brief story from that class? So we're sitting there last night. Is
1: this a story or is this history? This is a story. Boom, this mind blown. No,
2: this is a story. <laughs> it's his, the history of last night. Your head's exploding. History of this university because our my professor is. Okay, kind of an older guy. He, I mean, he's probably in his seventies. I think I've said this already, but he's he, probably like fifty-five. He's chatting with us, you're and I've just, se- I've seen him at no. He's definitely you're just not blasting him. He's definitely not um,
1: this super old I've, teacher of mine.
2: I've seen him on campus at at games before. He's been at basketball games. I saw him at a football game one time, and he asked us during we take a ten-minute break, and he said, "What's uh What's the deal? Why are there no students going?" He said, "I was at the basketball game the other day. There were no students there. The football games, the students aren't coming." How many of you go and we all like me and another kid raised our hands? So he's kind of talking about Grizz football and how it used to be and Right. How back in the day there was there were people all over the place at basketball, like the, the zoo was crazy, which I, I mean I've seen pictures and heard stories from the zoo. The student section used to be not behind the hoop in that tiny little section, it was the entire side section and it packed. It was packed. Yeah. And so he was asking, and then he said, well, I got a little trivia question for you, which is a thing he always does, $5 trivia questions. Does he give you $5 cash? Yeah. Pulls it straight out of his wallet. And he said, who is the only president in the history of the University of Montana that has never lost a Bobcat Grizz football game? And we all kind of like, I was thinking Denison. But then I was like, he was here for too long. I think right. that he, he had to here have a long lost. Time. He was he was here during that stretch where the Grizz won a ton in a row. But that's he like probably, the only president I know by name. And yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't really know. And then nobody answers. He he gives it like thirty seconds. And then he goes, "It's me, you dummies!" And puts the money back away. And we all just kind of sat there in awe. And then he said, "Yeah, did you guys did you guys not know that?" And we were like, he, wait. "What?" And he said, "Yeah, I was the president of." Of the University of Montana from 1980 to 1986. And we all were like, wait, what? And so then, of course, I couldn't focus on class for the rest of the time. He also told the story about how he went to, uh, he was at Old Dominion, and he's got a building named after him there. Really? And a girl in one of his classes, because then he, after he retired. So the story goes, he was the president here, retired or resigned, I guess, because he accepted the presidency at Old Dominion University. So he went there was president from 86 to 2001 has a building named after him then was teaching classes and a girl came up and said his his name is spelled K O C H and I'm going to get these maybe mixed up but I think he said it's pronounced cook and she came up and said like I I have a cl- I have a class in the Koch building Koch. N- up next so like I got to I got to take off cuz he asked if she could talk after class and he was like oh Actually, it's I, I think it's pronounced the Cook Building. And she said, mm, No, it's the Koch Building. And <laughs> he said, Well, I know the guy that it's named after. And I, th- I think it's the Cook Building. And she was like, Okay. And she said, He didn't, or he said, She didn't believe me. But yeah, I've got a building named after me at Old Dominion. And I used to be the president here. And the Bobcats never beat the Grizz when I was the president. Huh. And I was just like, Wow, that's, uh, that's pretty incredible, actually. How I did not know. And he, yeah, I, I researched him for the rest of the class. He was like, Named to a top 100 university presidents list and all this, really, all this great stuff, and he's teaching World War II history. He's written over 10 books and like, wow, has a hundred plus articles published places. And I, I, at first Very thought it was just man. like a a random old guy that was around during World War II, and they were like, here. But I mean, he is super. It's a great class. He's super knowledgeable, and now it makes it all makes sense. Huh. So yeah, that's my that's my story.
1: My segue. <clears throat> That you interrupted with a sorry ten minute story. <laughs> oh, no, that was very interesting. Two and a half I'm minutes. just kidding. But while you Segway. While you night class. while you were in a Thursday night night yeah. class learning about WW Deuce. Yes. I
2: was watching football.
1: Thursday night football. And hoops. I my roommates were out of town to go hunting. Nice. So I set up the old mega living room with the football TV and the basketball TV. Got to have the it. the big L couch. Yep. Very comfy. Nice. Very, very, very fun. Um, but that'll get disbanded as soon as they return because no. one of those has to be their video game. My, my roommates, the new Call of Duty came out. Yeah. And are you in on those? Are you a Call of Duty guy from I mean, time to time?
2: From time to time. This one looks good because it's World War II, man. Right. I'm studying that, the history right now.
1: There you go. So that's kind of where I'm at. They're fun to like play for a while and whatnot, but yeah. my roommates- take it as gospel i mean Ooh, call of duty people, is yeah. life i i've woken up at two in the morning to walk out and get a glass of water and they're still. up at with an 8 a.m class looming uh playing call of duty mindlessly like yeah. zombies and you know I, I i think they've it came out last thursday so like it yeah. it's now a week old eight days old if you count today still and Just i i'm pretty sure that they've already logged around 20 hours each of gameplay. It's impressive. Well, if you think about it, I mean, that's disgusting. 20 hours of life in just eight days just sitting in front of a screen?
2: Yeah. I mean, to be
1: fair, I think they've already prestiged or whatever, so they're all excited, but I don't know. I just I forget what I – anyway, yeah, they're very into video games, and they have, like, a little nerd station set up where it's, like, little laptop monitors, and they play over there. Wow. I hope
2: they're listening and I hope they I don't think they are. I think judge they're you I think they're
1: there. away at hunting and I think I'm going to get away with this scotch free. So, but anyway, I don't know. They're nerds and they just they play Call of Duty like it's I don't know. It's it's, it's something it's really it'd be it'd be an incredible documentary on just what that does to a person cuz like It I, really. It, it's man. All they do is eat like pizza and play Call of Duty, like, th- it's got to be affecting their yeah. life, you know what I mean, in a very negative fashion, I
2: think. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. I don't know. My my house is a, is a gaming house as well. My roommate just picked up the new Assassin's Creed and has been playing that basically nonstop. I, that's, I'm trying to – I don't really want to get the new Call of Duty. I'm trying to convince my roommate to buy it so that I can play it. Oh, there you go. Because I don't know how much time I'll move. actually have to spend playing move. it, but, like, I want to play it a little bit, yeah. so yeah. get him to buy it, play it a little bit with him, play some, some Nazi Zombies. You know, See, now that's, that's where the it's go-to. at. That's, that's where it's go-to. at.
1: And this new one's scary.
2: I've heard. I've heard this whole game is supposed to be kind of scary. I don't know. It's a little more realistic. I'm more, it's of, taking camp- a I'm more look of a darker Yeah, same. i campaign guy. You know, the same.
1: multiplayer is what it is, and that's what my roommates are fixated on. But, um, hey, I guess that's our pop culture. Pop culture. Yay. We
2: hit new it. New Star Wars Battlefront coming out soon, too, in the video game world. That's going to be. I've heard that campaign's only going to be. It was big news because they had a campaign, which. They haven't had a campaign on right. the the newest release for the PlayStation right. 4 Xbox, which One, I was upset about, which I was upset about as well. They have a campaign, but I just read a thing that said it's only going to be about six or seven hours, and <sighs> it's basically just designed to like get you into the game, and then so you can play multiplayer. Which uh, is upsetting. unfortunate, but oh well.
1: At least it's a campaign. True. All right, I'm a big Headlines. campaign guy. Headlines. Headlines. Anywho, I was watching Thursday <laughs> night football. Focus. sidetracked me so much. I was watching Thursday Night Football when it it, it dawned in the middle of the game, Richard Sherman had torn his Achilles. Yeah. Grabbing at his heel on the field, terrible. Very upsetting to watch. Obviously something you don't want to watch. But there he is, middle of the field, laying down, grabbing at his Achilles. So my first reaction is, okay, this player is very hurt. Let's get the cart. Let's get him out there. Let's get this guy... um, Let's get him off the field. Let's get let's get him some some medical attention. You know, let's let's mm-hmm. let's start the process. And I trust the process.
2: Trust it. You gotta <laughs> trust it, even though they lost to the Kings last night.
1: Oh, that's sour. Oh, sorry. That that's a, sour. That was the Sixers. Sorry, Sixers. Swipe of the Fox. That was Game good. Winning. That was a good shot. Game, Game winner. winner. But uh, <laughs> he's laying there grabbing his Achilles, which is a gruesome injury. Achilles injuries are some of the least favorite because they make that pop noise when you when you rupture yeah. him I, I was with my dad when he ruptured his a few years back mm. and it was a very very unenjoyable experience mostly because he didn't know he he thought he rolled his ankle weird so he was like walking around kind of yeah and you could, you could, tell. could just tell how hurt he was you know yeah. so I, I get that you can still walk around you know kobe hit two free throws with a ruptured achilles um so it's doable but richard sherman ruptured his achilles they don't get the card out he gets to the sidelines and then he's just walking around on the sidelines for the remainder of the game, limping, not walking, like very injured. Looks like he's dragging his right leg behind Ooh. him, and like talking with teammates, and like and nobody's saying anything. Well, and Mike Tirico and Chris Collinsworth are doing their best. Well, right there, if you read his lips, Mike, it looks like he just said, "I think tore my Achilles." That's my Chris Collinsworth. It's not very good, but yeah,
2: Chris is tough. He just got to sound. Uneducated. Well right
1: there, Mike, he tore his <laughs> He's not quite that Southern. But anyway. Yeah. He uh he's walking around talking to different teammates and he just he's wa- he's not like sitting, he's not on like a cart, he's not in the newfound medical tent. He's just walking around. Yeah. Like not getting any medical treatment. It was mind boggling. Yeah, I don't get that. It was it was weird. It was weird how no one was no one was taking care of him or Helping him in any manner, he was just walking around, and he'd like walk up to Russell Wilson and be like, "It's over, my season's over." Yeah. And then like him and Russell Wilson would have a big hug, and he'd be like, "Be strong without me." Like, and then he'd walk around and walk up to the next. Very motivational. Right. No, and that's great. I'm glad he was rallying his teammates, but he like walks up to Bobby Wagner and he's like, "It's over," and like he just keeps he just keeps walking up to different people
2: and saying that it's over.
1: Like, why why don't they get him on a cart and get him out of there and start? start healing him start the process what what's happening here
2: yeah i don't know i don't know man i don't, confusing. don't know confusing the the Seahawks trainers apparently they're also kind of under fire for ha- how they handled Russell Wilson and potential concussion stuff right and that was well, so. that was
1: weird watching the game Wilson got hit pretty hard on an out running out of bounds and then came back in played the next play and then the referee came up to him and was like, hey, you need to go get checked out. And he's like, no, I'm fine. He's like, you need to go get checked out now. So then Wilson runs off the field, goes into the medical tent, which is the, the new medical tent. I like that. Those you little sit just on like pop-up things. And, and then, then they, they like, flip it over your yeah. head. That's good. And they get it about halfway flipped over his head. And then he stands up and pushes it back down and says, I'm fine. And then runs back into the game. And the referee's mm. thinking he just got checked. So Not the ref fine. lets him back in. Yeah. So they're yeah, Seattle's probably going to get fined. Like I think it was one hundred fifty thousand dollars for uh, how they handled the concussion protocol. Yeah, which this is an issue. I get that Russell Wilson just wants to be in the game, but and he wants to do everything he can to support his teammates mm-hmm. and to fight that battle with them and be in there because the Seahawks are are they're not good without the Legion of Boom. And last night we saw Cam Chancellor get hurt. Earl Thomas was already out, and Russell or er, Richard Sherman got yeah. hurt. So the whole Legion of Boom was out of the game last night. in Not that, At least come fourth quarter. Not and good. And uh, the Thursday night crew showed, the NBC crew I guess, showed a graphic about the Seahawks head-to-head stats over the last two years with and without those guys, like with all of them or without one or more. Yeah. And they are substantially worse. The quarterback rating alone of the opposing team jumps like 35 points. Oof. I mean, that's the thing we've talked about that, that – Seattle secondary is
2: probably the Legion a Boom going back many years now. I feel like it's been five or six, maybe even this seven is the sixth years. Year. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah. These guys have been the best in the in the NFL at Unreal. what they do. Yeah. Earl Thomas, I would argue, is one of the top like five defensive players. He he is so fantastic. Richard Sherman, obviously a great cornerback, never missed a game. But wow.
1: ninety nine straight starts.
2: So that's uh, tough. That's tough for Seattle. I. As someone who doesn't like Seattle, I mean, you never like to see injuries, but it's a, it's, it's like, eh, well, Seattle's – hopefully teams take advantage of this. Not glad that it happened, but hoping that teams will, will successfully take advantage of it now that it has, you know? I don't
1: know. Well, Seahawks went on to win the game. I know. 22-16 <laughs> to 16, uh, in last night's battle against the Cardinals, who just looked terrible. Drew Stanton. Yeah, the Cardinals I, are bad. Drew Stanton. I feel bad. I like Drew Stanton just because he's Drew Stanton, and why not? Yeah. But, Boy. Yeah, and right. Adrian Peterson had a terrible game. They were he's trying to pound the and rock. Off. He's been hot and cold. Yeah. He's hot, then he's cold.
2: He's yes, then he's no. Yeah.
1: He's in, then he's out. He's up, then he's down.
2: All of those things are true. <laughs> about adrian peterson i mean he's had some huge games but especially i feel when you've got drew stanton as your quarterback it's tough and and going up against a great defense like seattle it's gonna be tough to get any any thing going on the ground essentially
1: so this kind of brings up a new debate that's ongoing um so last december richard sherman He's, he's been known to write his stories from time to time in the Players' Tribune. Yep. Very intelligent guy from Stanford. Yep. People don't really give him credit for being that intelligent, but he's a very smart person. Super smart guy. Um, and he wrote an article about why he hates Thursday Night Football. And he, he was calling it, like, a poop fest and all this stuff, yeah. basically talking about how it's the NFL is so one-sided and it's such an opportunity to trot the players out uh, for injury, essentially. Yeah, and we've seen this. You know, J.J. J. Watt went down on Thursday, or I guess that was Sunday Night Football, but um, Sherman last night with the ruptured Achilles. I mean, plenty of injuries, and at this point, Doug Baldwin has come out and said this should be illegal. Yeah, guys don't have time to recover from the Sunday games. It's hard to recover in four days. Yeah, this should be illegal. It's he. You know, he's talking about how there's so many different. Um, examples of what's happened and he his the end of his point was Thursday night football should be illegal because it's not enough time to recover.
2: Yeah. And this is something that I saw a lot of people talking about last night. One one thing that I thought was smart if they said if you're going to I think it was Riley Mackie of a writer for the ringer said if you're going to continue to have Thursday night football, you have to have two bye weeks a year, and you have to give them a bye week before. Th- the teams that play on Thursday have to have a bye week the week before. Otherwise, get rid of it because it's just not, a, yeah, as you said. I mean, right. when looking at that, if you go Sunday, try to rest and recover on Monday, then you've got to be practicing Tuesday, Wednesday, and putting in a game plan for your Thursday night game while everyone's still kind of right. banged up a little bit. It's not even close to enough time. Three off days in between a game. I mean, I I don't know exactly how NFL teams work. I would imagine usually Mondays are kind of almost a day off, a lighter day, you don't do anything, it's just dedicated you, to you recovery. would imagine. And it's probably tough to do that when you've got a game coming up in two more days. So Right. It's yeah, it's tough. I I mean it, and the thing is Thursday night football hasn't been successful for a long time as well. The
1: ratings wise it's been one of the worst yeah. for a long so time. So
2: what's the point in risking them? two words when you're in...
1: color rush
2: color rush that's a good part of it why can't we just make the Sunday yeah, night that's... games color rush
1: why can't we color rush everything why
2: can't we just why can't everything be color rushed you know
1: oh you I know, know? All right. but I mean like you were just saying Seahawks <coughs> coming off of that uh, redskins game just on Sunday just Sunday think about how short how long ago Sunday was
2: not that long ago
1: right and they've and then last night coming back playing the Cardinals that's really tough turnaround. That and the 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 Redskins game. That was the I want to say that was the Sunday night game. Was it? It was either the Sunday night game or it was one of the late games. Yeah. I can't remember exactly because I was on an airplane.
2: Yeah, I can't remember Now the Sun. Yeah, that was a Sunday night game. That was the Sunday was at, night game. I was at dinner when that game was happening. Right. So yeah,
1: that's I just, just far it too quick any of a sense. turnaround. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, the only way that this makes sense, like you said. Um, Give them a bye week. Yeah, you have to extra. And bye And the weeks. same
2: thing with we talked about London earlier in the year. Right. If you're playing in London, you need a bye week. After. I. I would. I think mean, so. I guess maybe before, but the Jaguars went. Game traveled to London, played, traveled back, played three straight weeks. That's that's far too much travel. Far too much adjusting. Right. You gotta you gotta change your sleep schedules. You gotta do all this sorts of stuff. The NFL just doesn't have a very good handle on it. I mean, two bye weeks is something that I think is we need anyway.
1: Well, it extends it extends the league. Let's here's what I think. Started a week
2: earlier. Get rid of the preseason. Get rid of the preseason. Yep, exactly.
1: The you know, if players want to talk about injury for nothing, they're speaking of the preseason. Yeah. The preseason. I mean, we've seen some gruesome, gruesome injuries coming out of the preseason it's there's nothing to be gained from playing in the preseason i guess except experience you're able, you're you're able to quarterback
2: gets to throw some passes
1: yeah you're able to cut some college kids who weren't going to make the team in the first place i just i don't get it yeah. i i i don't i, I there's got to be a better way to go about this maybe make a developmental league i mean maybe the nba and the mlb have the right have the right way you yeah. know the 49ers could have a team under them and maybe don't put it in San Francisco. Maybe put it in smaller cities. You're saying that if the Seahawks developmental league didn't play in Missoula, you wouldn't go watch a couple games. Yeah. Oh
2: yeah. I mean, that's the thing. The NFL is the biggest. It's the it's the most important league. I would say, right. arguably, of the three. I agree. In the NBA now, every NBA team has a. Uh, now it's the the G League, the Gatorade League. Exactly. But the, the, I think this is the first year there's T te- there's. Uh, you have a, a farm system essentially in the NBA now. You can right. send guys. I know for the Raptors, they're defending D League champions, the Raptor nine hundred five, and guys like Pascal Siakam, who is now contributing solid minutes, was the MVP of the G League Finals last year, and he's now he's making a big impact with the actual professional team. Baseball obviously has a huge farm system in the Osprey. I mean, it's fun going out and watching the Osprey play, right? I mean, especially the Billings Mustangs this year had what that that guy was like the number three or four overall pick. He was throwing like a hundred miles per right, hour. He's right. going to be in the pros within a year or two. Well, and Justin like, Turner was in Billings for a while. Those, like, those are cool things well, to say.
1: D.D. Gregorius, one of the better players yeah. for the Yankees was, I mean, Paul Goldschmidt, probably Paul one Goldschmidt. of the best first basemen in the entire, yeah. entire MLB played, in played here in Missoula. I mean, I don't get if the NFL wants, if we want to get rid of, if we want to make the game more safe, we need to get rid of the preseason and add in more buys. Yeah. And if you want to get rid of the preseason, the preseason does things for a team, right? We've all watched Hard Knocks. We all know that you get your roster at 75 men, and you have to trim it down. Yeah. And that's great. You go week by week. You make cuts here. You make cuts there. You see how this kid's going to work. Yeah. Why not take your active roster and take your 75-man, you know, Missoula Hawks roster, mm-hmm. put them together, do training camp, make your cuts. Send the players that you want, like practice squad players that you want to keep in reach, players that you might bring up, put them down on the G League. Yeah. I just, I don't know. It, it, this doesn't make sense to me the way we go about this. If we want to make the NFL safer, let's make it safer. Let's not talk about how we want to make it safer and then just watch the same old thing happen.
2: Yeah. I agree. Uh, I agree. I agree. And ES- I think football might be going in a in a dark direction if they don't change
1: it. Exactly, because no one wants to see these gruesome injuries. No one wants to watch Gordon Hayward walk out and break his leg, but the thing about basketball is that's a freak injury in basketball. In yeah. the NFL, things like that happen almost nightly. Yeah. It's terrible. Not necessarily that of that velocity, but But I mean, it's yeah, that's fair. It's gruesome fair. injuries are a nightly thing at this point. ESPN last night put out a an offensive and defensive roster just of injured players.
2: Yeah. Oh, it's an, it's right. unreal.
1: And I am going to go ahead and read you through this, and go ahead and tell me this wouldn't win fifteen games. Yeah. Offensive line: Joe Thomas, Mike Lupati, Ryan Khalil, Marshall Yonda, Jason Peters. Those are five of almost the best offensive line. Yeah,
2: I mean, five guys you would say probably are like up there for for. What am I trying to say Absolutely. here? Like all pro, there's there's all pro some hall, teams, hall of Famers in there. guys, yeah. Jason
1: Peters is a Hall of Famer. Joe Thomas is a Hall of Famer. Marshall Yonder might be a Hall of Famer. Yeah. Wide receivers, Odell Beckham Jr., Brandon Marshall, Julian Edelman. Quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. Tight end, Greg Olson, running back, David Johnson. Unreal. Skill position-wise, that's some of the better players in the league. Defense, let's jump to the defense. At your ends, you got J.J. Watt and Cliff Averill. Tackles, Halodi Nada. And uh, Stefan Piat, linebackers, Whitney, Merciless, Donta Hightower, Marcus Golden. That's great. <laughs> right. Yeah. Richard Sherman, Vonta Davis, Eric Berry, Quinton Demps. Th- th- those 22 players win 15 football games.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Easy. I think I just pretty easy. It. Just... It's tough. It's That's tough. like in the
1: NBA if, like, Chris Paul – well, he is hurt, but I, my point <laughs> is that if there was five, you know, a start, well, it's yeah. not comparable to the NBA because you have I'm, 11 men on the field at a time.
2: Yeah. Yeah. But that's absurd. And that's the, the amount. I mean, those are 22 guys that are hurt that are all significant contributors. Yeah, and are all. Some of the, I mean, all of them arguably are the best. Eric Berry is probably the best player on that Kansas City defense.
1: Yeah. Right. In Richard
2: there. Sherman is one of the two best players on Seattle's defense. These are guys that. By oh, by mean, their absence, all all are of these going players to are affect. Top. I mean, three or four losses more, right? The at top least some of, three of those at their guys. position. Most yeah. of these guys. Yeah.
1: The only one that I would say maybe not is maybe Edelman and Brandon Marshall, but Odo yeah. Beckham, Aaron Rodgers, David Johnson, Greg Olson. Oh yeah, all top those guys are all top five at their position. Yeah. No doubt. Yeah. I don't know. It's some something's going to have to give in the NFL if it wants to be around. Otherwise, it's going to be something where your kids say, Jackson, or your grandkids or something, hey, Golf Jackson, what was the NFL like? You're going to be like, well, kids, just a bunch of guys running around slamming their helmets against each other.
2: Just giving each other concussions. Just a (laughs) lot of concussions and a lot of brain trauma. And that's about it. That's the story of the NFL. (laughs) And that'll be a good story to tell.
1: Yeah, that'll be a heck of a 30 for 30 someday. All right. That's my first headline. (laughs)
2: Whew. All right. I got My, heated there. You did get heated I'm take there. take
1: a little coffee and you do your
2: thing. <laughs> My first headline is that college basketball's back, Woo! baby. S- Tip-off for college basketball tonight. We kind of talk about this it.
1: this week either. Woo!
2: Hey, first tip. <laughs> and it's kick it is the kickoff of the season. Ooh, I can say go. that. But there's a lot of I mean there's a lot of games today. I think it's the ESPN marathon. There's games going on right now. Spring Arbor and Eastern Michigan. According to ESPN.com, is live ooh. right now, and that you is to do a little play by play in Ypsilanti, Michigan. So that's a good one. There's some great games today. Oglethorpe, don't ooh. know who that is, but Oglethorpe's they, playing. They play at the Citadel. Can't wait. Oh, we, There's that's six tickets available Citadel still. Reference. If you're if you're looking for, are we it. trying the a West Coast bias I think road trip? Be, I think that'd be good just to throw in a
1: it's West Coast bias road trip. No, but throwing a oh, Citadel
2: okay. reference every week if we can. I I, okay, I, you're I really. I appreciate the Citadel a lot. But there's also, I mean, Texas A&M versus West Virginia. That's 25 versus 11. It's being played at the Ramstein Air Force Base in Germany. A sure. ranked matchup. It's the only ranked matchup of the day. But we've got a lot of good teams in action. Duke plays tonight. Kentucky, number five. Number nine, North Carolina. Number 17, Xavier. You know, there's a, there's a lot of ranked g- games. Number two, number three. All of these guys are playing. You can just, get, I mean, scroll down. So Basically, is this... Every college basketball team is playing. Is today, today the midnight madness? Then, no, midnight madness is like the call. Co- that's when practice starts.
1: So that already happened.
2: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's too bad. That I, already happened. I kind of like that night because you just. I usually just leave my TV on with different. It just cycles through the games. Oh yeah. Well, this and is I, different. I'm this in a, is like I'm in the awake. I'm not awake. I'm just watching. I'm not watching. It's just a yeah. restless night of sleep.
2: Yeah.
1: Constantly. Yeah.
2: This is a. Uh, this is not the midnight madness. This is like the I don't know. They, the ESPN usually has a 24 hour kickoff marathon, basically. So the Grizz play tonight, take on Whit- Whitworth School Bucks, the old Pirates Whitmore? up from up from Whitworth.
1: Is it Whitworth or Whitmore? It's Whitworth. Oh, I don't
2: know. No, I know though.
1: Okay, well I'm trusting. It's you. Whitworth.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that that's a team the Grizz have played in the past. They usually beat them pretty easily. We'll we'll They're see near how it Spokane, goes, but. Right? in spokane
1: right yes right near it right
2: there right there in it yes exactly right near it right on the edge so yeah college basketball is back we're gonna we're gonna have a lot of of college basketball talk coming up i'm sure but it's it's fun that tonight's the the opening tip turn to espn and watch them watch some basketball today
1: college hoops is back that's an incredible thing who was the team we were talking about this pre-game pre-show i should say A a specific team is kicking off their slate this year with Duke and then Kentucky in back-to-back nights.
2: Yeah, it's actually back. I had it backwards before the show. But Utah Valley, they've been a program since 2003. They start tonight at number five, Kentucky. Wow, Pretty tough game, but, you know, you got to have your non-conference testers. So then they just follow that up the next night against number one, Duke.
1: Right, they're right there. At Cameron
2: Indoor. You know, pretty easy. Then they... Fun fact: Then they go travel to Idaho State, Big Sky, and then they play UC Davis. Also, I don't know if they're Big Sky in basketball. I guess now I'm doubting myself. But they also have North Dakota on their roster and Weber State on their roster, and a team called MT. But it doesn't look like it's Montana. Oh, they play Montana Tech this year too. So wow, they play Tech. Just think if Utah Valley schedule (laughs) if Utah Valley beat Kentucky or if they beat. Um, Duke, or both. and then Tech beats them. Montana Tech is basically a top five team. They are, according to ESPN, Utah Valley ninety six percent favorites to beat Montana Tech in the Duke game. What a versatile you wanna, schedule! You want to put odds on what they are? What how how big of a favorite Duke is on a scale of one to one hundred percent? Hundred percent? No, a ninety point nine percent favorite. That's it. 90.9? So you're saying they have a there's a ten percent chance Duke loses wow. tonight. Not tonight. Tomorrow night. To wow. the Utah Valley Wolverines.
1: Oh. What a versatile schedule.
2: That's, inc- Duke that's incredible. Duke in Kentucky.
1: Montana Tech.
2: They also play a team called EAQ. Oh, Eastern Oregon. Another uh yeah, that's another Montana Tech frontier. frontier Division team. So
1: Huh. What I, I'm impressed. Very interesting. We should uh make some calls down there. ESPN's
2: following them. They're doing a little like uh I don't. I don't know what you would call it. I guess like a mini documentary almost. They're following them to Lexington. Just going. They're just traveling with them and like recording the whole process of what they it's going like to, to play. No, just for these first two games. Oh. They're not going to Butte. That would have been kind of cool. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's a that's an interesting start. You to You could have the
1: seen them turn on the sink and be like, "Why is this water green?" Wow, oh. this water's no.
2: There's people around here. It smells no, like no, it's, gasoline. Yeah. What is happening? Butte, America. Near and not very dear to my heart. But it is wow. near. You're a hater. It is near, so that's good. You're a hater. All headline right, s- number three.
1: Second headline. Third total for the eighth morning. Or almost said oh, afternoon. There we go, yep. Once again, and if you have a law degree, you may understand this better than me, or yeah. you might still be very confused. The suspension of Cowboys running back Ezekiel Elliott is back on. He is suspended on. once again. Yeah, so,
2: I, I don't know. I don't know what to make I, of I do I I just like don't even care at this point.
1: Yeah, I, I don't really.
2: It's fr- it's just frustrating to me that the NFL is so just. I don't know. They're just dumb. You know, they're just dumb.
1: <laughs> well, and this is kind of leading to a, a thing where Jerry Jones is now suing, yeah. or is is attempting to sue at least. I don't know if it's actually happening. Yeah, the NFL. Um, Basically, just to to sus- not allow Roger Goodell to sign an extension to stay on as the commissioner, Jerry Jones is upset, and Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft were some of the bigger players in Goodell's corner early on, but obviously after the Tom Brady uh, witch hunt over yeah. the inflated balls situation back during the Deflate Gate uh, saga, yep, and now this Ezekiel Elliott will he won't he be suspended thing, it it uh. He's it's, lost a couple big support. I mean, as far as NFL owners with power, Jerry Jones and Robert Kraft are probably one and one a.
2: Yep, exactly. Those are guys you want to have on your side, and I think that Goodell, in the past, has had on his side, guys that right. generally were were sympathetic to his cause and kind of agreed with him. But right. if you lose those guys, uh, I don't know how much longer you're going to see Roger Goodell as a, as an owner or and, as the as the, GM. Why am I... What, what, commissioner? The commissioner, yeah. What am I trying to
1: say here? Geez, Louise. He's the general manager of the league. The general manager I of mean, football. But basically, the way I understand what um, mm-hmm. Mr. Jones, Jerry Jones's suit would be, mm-hmm. is that the commissioner's job, essentially, is to represent all the owners, all 30 owners of the NFL. Yeah. And represent them in a sense he's supposed to take all of their their thoughts into account and pretty much be the mouthpiece of the league and Jerry Jones is saying that he's he's not doing his job essentially
2: yeah yeah I mean it's it's tough and I think it it honestly shocks me that Goodell is basically still around I feel like right you know looking at I can't I don't even know MLB's commissioner honestly manfred rob manfred Manfred? okay i mean i feel like he's just kind of a you know he does his job and he's good adam silver's great adam (laughs) Adam Silver's fantastic
1: adam silver's great
2: and roger goodell takes so much heat and is always i i I never remember a time where it was like oh man that roger goodell like what a great thing that he just did i don't remember a good thing of his happening
1: I i could be wrong i think roger goodell's probably done some good things in his life as far as the commissioner goes but at the same time the, the, the thing that sticks out the you know the red flag on his resume is him attempting to wield the hammer of justice when really no one in the league feels he should be the one wielding the hammer and there was talk at one point of him hiring or at least making a position where the person's job would be strictly just to discipline specific players in specific incidences mm-hmm. because clearly Goodell. Struggles with it. I mean, there was a lot of uproar over only suspending Ray Rice for two games originally uh, following that tape releasing of, of his domestic violence, yeah. uh, gruesome domestic violence at yeah. like that. Um, I, I mean, there's there's bad people in the NFL, right? I mean, basically the NFL is—and we keep coming back to this—it's a league where these grown men, very big and strong men, who are very just intimidating individuals generally speaking— run at each other and hit each other and throw their bodies at each other. Yeah. So when when that is the league, clearly you're going to have a couple bad eggs.
2: Yeah.
1: Um. Not saying that everyone is, and certainly there's great people in the NFL. We were talking about Richard Sherman earlier. A lot of people don't like him, but he's a very smart person, and I think he's out there for the right reasons.
2: Yeah, and I think he's a guy who I, I don't really like him, but I think he fights for the players, and I think he's good in that regard that he's a guy who – you know, thinks players should be paid more. Safety should be a bigger concern. Right. He's always he's voicing his league. concerns about. Yeah. He's 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 a good socially active NFL player right. trying to get change in a good way.
1: Right. Which is absolutely nothing wrong with that. But yeah. I don't know. In today's world, Ro- I mean, Roger Goodell is going to have to either step down or find somebody yeah. who can do the discipline because the way he's, he's gone struggling. after these things, like. I mean, when he was going after Tom Brady so hard after just suspending Ray Rice two games. Yeah. And Tom Brady for being indicted in something where there wasn't really a lot that connected him. Mm -hmm. Like, but going after him that hard and that vigorously and like trying to suspend him for like, I think it was eight games originally or whatever it was. Yeah.
2: And yet, it was just, it just missed the mark.
1: (sighs) Yeah, exactly. It's just, it's it's a bad, he's so
2: inconsistent and. It seems like there's a lot of personal stuff well, that goes into the suspension. And we talk that,
1: about we talk about inconsistency. For instance, last week Mike Evans got suspended one game and AJ Green did not.
2: Yeah, and AJ Green punched a man in the helmet and was Several kicked times, out of the game. Several times.
1: Chokehold, a choke tackle.
2: And Mike Evans wasn't even a, ejected a, from the game. A
1: full blown Greg Gianforte choke slam. Yes. I mean,
2: Good reference there, yes. Big time, yeah, I mean, choke, choke slam. It was bad. The, the interview with Jalen Ramsey, the, that was money. the Jaguars that corner, was money. <laughs> It was so great. I was just
1: speaking facts. I was just speaking facts. I was just telling
2: him that he's that he's, he's soft. Trash. He's bad. He's he got had one he's got catch for six left. yards.
1: He's got two years left. Yeah. That was good.
2: Jalen Ramsey, man, I love that the Jaguars are making headlines like that now, too, because it's like, oh, wow, they're actually kind of good, and now they're, they're like, oh, man, and Jalen Ramsey is awesome. People... People loved that. That interview was going around Twitter like wildfire. So, very excited. Very excited that the Jaguars are likable. As, as you should be. As, as the they've Jaguars. never been.
1: But I don't know. I, yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Headline number four or whatever.
2: This is for me. Carmelo Anthony. You know him? Him of Hoodie mellow fame.
1: Oh, Hoodie mellow. I he, wasn't sure who you were talking about.
2: Formerly of the New York Knickerbockers. Now in Oklahoma city thunder and he's struggling there, but Mello passes Allen Iverson on the all-time scoring list last night. Pretty big accomplishment for a guy who's been around the league for a long time. And one of the, one of the best scores, I would say definitely one-on-one scores uh, of all time. He moves into 24th. Allen Iverson also a former teammate of his, which right. sometimes I forget back in Denver, they played together
1: back when they both had cornrows.
2: Exactly. But, With 24,385 points, he's number 24. Ray Allen next up on the list. And uh, according to ESPN, they think he could reach as high as number 18 this season. Patrick Ewing, Vince Carter, Jerry West, Reggie Miller, Alex English. All around that range if he scores 1,600 points. That's his average in his 15-year career. So he's right there. Uh, He's averaging over 20 a season. So... 20 this season we were wondering if it if his numbers would dip a little bit they have dipped a little bit his career average is 24 points a game but he's right there where he's always been he's getting buckets he's got the he doesn't have the hood on in the game that was actually a rumor that he might be able to wear a hood in a game this year I was really hoping it happened it doesn't but still good for Melo too I mean two great great all-time players AI and Melo AI obviously could have been much if, – if he had a bit of a longer career, he could have risen higher on this list probably. I don't know. But yeah, good for Melo.
1: Absolutely. No, and, and like you said, I think he'll continue to climb. But this, this Thunder's team, it, there's some problems chemistry-wise. Some things aren't quite clicking. Lost yeah. their fourth straight last night against the Nuggets. And I was able to watch just a little bit of this game. And, you know, we talk about the unicorns. We talk about these players who are that incredible. We yeah. talk about Giannis. We talk about Chris stops We talk about Ben Simmons. Yeah. We need to talk about Nikola Jokic. The yeah. Joker. Oh yeah. The Jokers great. I mean, some of the passes he makes, the way he sees the court. Yeah. It's unreal.
2: Yeah, he's I been mean, one of my f- if you're looking for fun basketball, this was I right. think I made this comparison with Milo's Teodosic at the start of the year for for the LA Clippers who plays a significantly less role, but there's one or two times a night where you will just be in awe of a pass that this guy made. If you if you like passing basketball and if you like good passes, which is an art form to me. I, then Nikola Jokic is probably the best big man to watch. He's it's unreal. He is unreal. The, it, it, the, the vision that he has while while posting up. Well, I mean, he can run the floor too. There's some highlights of him. Yeah. The way in transition, making passes and plays too. So the,
1: yeah, the way he sees the floor, it's almost uh the way he tries to make his passes, it, it, you know, it's, it's white chocolate style. It's, yeah. I don't know. It's, it's, it's a fun brand of basketball that's that is for sure yeah uh and then that brings me to my final headline of the week uh another game that took place last night fear the beard James Harden and the boys Fear the beard yeah beating in shocking fashion the Cle- uh, the Cleveland Cavaliers at home in Houston what a fun game
2: Cleveland's just five and seven
1: just five and seven Hit that panic button no, I don't think you do. I mean, this Houston team is good.
2: Not, l- yeah, they're the be- I mean, they're the best team in the league. Well, the Celtics are actually the best team in the league right now. Score-wise, score-wise. But, score wise. but yeah. th-
1: in the last seven and a half minutes of this game, Jackson, and I know you know this, but the only player to score in the last seven and a half minutes of this game, a heated game in which at one point the score was like Houston, I, I don't know. Anyway, the score was very tight in this <laughs> yeah. game. In the fourth quarter, that is the only player for Houston to score in the last seven and a half minutes Clint Capella.
2: Clint Capella, what a guy!
1: What a Clint guy! Capella is, is, right. is a
2: guy that I've been drafting in my uh my 2K fantasy drafts for a couple of years now. I'm just gonna say I saw this coming, I'm not surprised by the uh the sudden rise in Clint Capella's game. Yeah, he's been doing it in the virtual world for a long time.
1: Well, and I, I, but he's, he, I mean,
2: he's the missing piece that they you know they've got the great guards in Harden and Paul, but. They've got a guy like Clint Capella who can really be a dominant center. They're going to be – I think they have what it takes to take down the Warriors.
1: Well, and, I mean, you talk about the whole point of it stretching the floor. Yeah. Um, You know, if you're one through five is Chris Paul, James Harden, and then maybe Eric Gordon at the three. He's a little undersized. Maybe you go Ariza at the three. He can knock down threes. Yeah. Ryan Anderson at the four. He's one of the better stretch fours in the entire league. And then Clint Capella at the five just getting boards and mashing them back into the basket. Yeah. I mean, that, that lineup alone against the Warriors, that's the thing about the Warriors that people don't get is that the way you beat them, well, first of all, you have to switch every screen. Yeah. That's the Greg Popovich style. Switch every screen because uh, there's just there's no way you're going to be able to roll off those in time to cover guys like Clay and, and Steph. But regardless, switch every screen and then just out-rebound them. The yeah. Thunder did that last year with Steven Adams and Ennis Kanter. They just out-rebound. Well, I guess that was two years ago with – yeah, that, when that's in that 7 the game series with
2: with KD and Oklahoma City
1: but that was their that was their game strategy they they would just out rebound them and then take their time down the court get a nice bucket yeah. and that's that's the way you got to do it and if you have a guy like sir Clint Capella just down there i mean you're going to force their hands you're going to make them have to abandon the Draymond Green center and you're going to have to make them bring in a guy like Zaza Pachulia, Zaza Pachulia. Givale, McGee, yeah, exactly, exactly. You're gonna have, you're gonna force their hand and make them play a center, which they play worse with.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I think Capella is one of those guys because uh, part of, I mean, the Warriors' dominance is Draymond Green can usually guard those people, and they can't guard him. But I think Clint Capella is good enough defensively that he can kind of hang with whoever. I don't know if he would guard Draymond in that situation. They might put him on somebody else, but he can hang defensively enough right and he will rebound well and and he's good enough on the offensive side as well that you know he, he he's a guy that's going to be very effective you can't really small ball him out of the game he he can yeah. stick around and then you've got to make the adjustments back because we he,
1: haven't we haven't really seen a lot of centers who can step in and kind of go at the warriors a little bit yeah. but i mean i i really do believe at least that that he is I think he's a guy who can do that. I, I think Clint Capella. I mean, you talk about guarding Draymond Green, and that's a lot of the reason why you see guys uh, like coming out mm-hmm. rather than staying in to try to um, to try to go against Draymond or whatnot. But yeah, I, I I really do think that Clint Capella is is athletic enough to. I mean, the problem is that you just have to stay out on him on threes. That's essentially the the big leg. Yeah. Or you run a zone and just keep Capella down low. Whatever works. I don't know if you can run a zone against the Warriors. Yeah, I don't think you can that run a zone against the
2: that Warriors. That seems scary. That seems yeah, like a bad
1: idea. Uh, no. You're the basketball coach here.
2: Wouldn't I? Would not do that. Would not. Can do, you guys do that. help D? Yeah, you can zone in eighth grade. I can. We my kids ran up against a zone on Monday, and uh, we're struggling with it. And I said, Hey, it's the same offense. You just got to set the picks. They're they're not guarding man. You just got to set the picks on the guys in the zone, and it'll get those open shots still. And there you go. I said they're they're playing a zone defense, and my kids were just like, "What?" I said, "Do you guys know what a zone defense is?" And they were like, mm-hmm. "No, <laughs> it's the first year they can do it." I didn't even think about that. A lot of kids, you know, haven't played basketball other than they just do it for school. So, right. So yeah, the zone defense really threw us for a loop.
1: My group of friends growing up, kind of a funny story. They uh, very good, all AAU guys. I I wasn't on the team, but I grew up with these kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, but all AAU guys. And uh, it was, like, seventh grade, and they weren't allowed to run zones in, like, the yeah. the, the school basketball. But they but did they in their AAU. And, yeah. So they knew what zones were, and they knew what help defense was. Yeah. And at one point, they were running as, not a zone, but they were just helping on defense a lot. So it looked kind of like a zone. And the referee called a timeout and technicaled the coach. Wow. And the coach like, I'm not running a zone. My guys are just playing help defense. Yeah. And the ref's like, knock it off then. I don't care. Wow. And he's like, "Okay, whatever." And then the ref calls another timeout and like cuz they continue to play help defense because that's what they do and yeah. The ref calls another timeout and is like, "I'm serious. If you do it again, I'm going to discipline your team." And the coach is like, "I'm not doing anything." Yeah. So then the third, the third time it happens. The third time it happens, the ref calls a timeout, goes over to the bench, gets his cell phone and calls the police. <laughs> that's what? A, that's a real thing. Called the police called the police because (laughs) of a zone defense zone wow
2: (laughs) yeah that's that is a real story that is unbelievable at least
1: that's what i've been told is a real story jeez clearly there could be some exaggeration along the way but i've been told
2: the police get them involved hey don't you dare on that zone
1: yeah i don't i don't know i
2: (laughs) quick while we're sharing Stories when we played at Hellgate this week in the uh, in the 7th grade game which best, you, best friend Taylor is a 7th grade coach I don't know if Did you meet said the that.
1: Ob- opposing coach?
2: Uh no. I didn't. It Great. was a younger guy wearing a tie. He looked very professional. Mm. But in the 7th grade game you wear a game, tie? No. You used to wear a sweatshirt. No, I I'd go like I got I got the polos, you yeah. Go. I got, you some, got a some dress polo? shirts. I don't have a Lolo polo. I have a blue polo. You should get a Lolo polo. I know, I, that's Get a couple of those. So I'll give you my size. It'd be great, um, but the uh, a kid on the seventh grade team gets a gets a defensive rebound, yeah. and it was out of a timeout. So they run a they run a quick play on the inbounds. Lolo kid gets the defensive rebound, goes right back up with it. The mm. so and we're like, oh no 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 no! Start screaming from the bench, and then the def- the kid from Hellgate, a defender who is ninety what how long is a basketball court whatever it is right. away from his own hoop. Fouls him in the shot, trying to prevent oh, no. him from scoring it in the wrong basket. And then the referee calls it it's his name's Russ Hansen. I don't know. He's Russ Hansen. Yeah, Big Daddy, yeah, I think yeah, is, yeah. he's a he's a legend. Sure. Around here. If you've if you know refs, he's you know Big Daddy. And he Is that,
1: is that what he tells you to call
2: him? I don't know. That's like what everyone calls him. It's weird. I don't okay. really like it. He's but it's
1: not like all right, hey, how's it going, Coach? Big Daddy. You're like, nah.
2: What? What I don't know. I just said, Thanks, Russ, after the game and he said, Yeah, no problem. But he calls a foul, two shots, and he's gonna send the, uh, <laughs> the to the uh, the Lolo kid. No, to the to the Hellgate line, and everyone's kind of like. Um. And the other ref, who's uh, who is Chris Chris Anderson, I want to say, yeah, Chris Anderson, Birdman, right? Who is the uh, he's like in Mohawk, charge? He's tattoos, in, exactly. No, seven feet tall. But he's in charge of all of the. Like, he's in charge of the Missoula ref pool. So, best friend Taylor coach of that team, also refs for Chris. Chris is his boss. And he says, no, no, no. We're just going down. It's, it's. There's no shot. And then he comes over to, to us on the bench and says, did you guys know that? Doesn't count as an official shot if you're shooting at the wrong hoop. So no free throws out of that. Even well, even good, though he was right. in the shooting motion, no free throws if you're going at the wrong so hoop. So
1: what you're saying is that was the smartest foul any player's ever made. I Except mean, I guess that... It would have been two free he, points he, he should have yeah, yeah, never mind. Dumb foul.
2: Dumb foul. But it was just funny that the, the Lolo kid was like, all right, I'm going to score on this basket. The Hellgate kid was like, I can't let him score. And the ref was like, yep, that was a clean foul. He, we're going to shoot two right here. See, all three of them were confused.
1: See, now we call that at Hellgate Elementary the Seamus Lukostik.
2: Oh, Friend of mine. Yes.
1: He pulled that card several times in his basketball career. Okay. Um, for some reason, he would catch the inbound pass like to bring the ball down court yeah. and just put it up.
2: Hey. If People, they're not guarding you, the, the opposing you. team would if even start yelling they're shoot. They are not guarding you. Then the opposing
1: you team would even start yelling shoot. Wow. To kind of throw him off. Yeah. Just no mental capacity. Couldn't yeah. just couldn't it tell happens. that it that wasn't sometimes. what he was supposed to be doing. It uh poor guy.
2: Poor man, yeah, that's rough. Yeah. That's rough.
1: Putting him on blast here on the radio. I don't really care though. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, we're going to take a quick break here on the West Coast Bias show, powering through that opening hour. And we'll come back top of the hour. College football's playoff committee put out another ranking, and we will break that down in entirety. Stay tuned. Welcome back. West Coast Bias Show, Taylor Featherman and Golf Jackson Wagner. Hey. We played a a round of Guess uh, That Band at the break. Hey.
2: Who is it? The outcome. Colin. Oh. oh.
1: Well, I, thought you were at, I thought you were asking wow. me. Wow. Very sorry.
2: You asked me already. I knew you do the answer. Well, I know you. Well, uh, whatever. Whatever. <laughs> All right. Whatever.
1: Lock in now. I have a full cup of coffee. Something that one week ago, I guess not even a week ago, Monday, I may have killed for.
2: Yeah, you were struggling Monday.
1: If you haven't seen the video Jackson posted, it's on our Twitter, at WCBShow. It's me fumbling with my thermos, which is lid. Fumbling. Basically glued on. Yeah. It it was locked on there very good. I don't know what happened either. That thermos has never... Never given me problems of that nature, but it was tough. It uh, it was it tough. Would not open, which um, I guess I ended up. My brother, one of them at least, uh, ended up texting after seeing that video. Texted me and saying struggle, right? Texted me and and said, "Hey, if you just do you wear a leather belt?" And I said, "I do have a leather belt on." He said, "Just take it off, wrap it around the lid, and pull that sucker." I was like, oh. and it worked like a charm. So boom. Uh, there you go, you another, pro, another to, little pro
2: tip there. Yeah, another uh, the that listeners. one's for free as well. Wow. Also, we're for gonna free. start charging. We're Pretty soon, we're gonna have you. to at
1: some point. We gotta keep the lights on around this place, but yeah, yeah. At, th- at this point, that one's for free. Okay, so Jackson, while we were at the break between Monday and this show,
2: yeah, <laughs> there you go. Good save.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Um, <laughs> college football dropped another playoff ranking. Yes. And people are still kind of baffled. Georgia once again still in that number one seat. The
2: dogs.
1: g Probably D A. Think
2: visors D-A-W-G. are cool.
1: D A W G.
2: D A W G. Yeah. Turnover just, chain. Turn, no. Yeah, that's, that's a different. song. Really? There's a song. Of course there is. No Miami, always, I have it's no idea. It's probably horrible. If
1: it's radio safe, so I'm not even going to try yeah, it. Yeah, I'm sure. All it's I know not. is the guy just keeps going. Turnover chain, turnover chain, the the turnover chain. There and you that's go. That's pretty much the song. Hey. So now you, you know. all know the turnover chain song. That's you're good. welcome. That's good. That one's for free too.
2: <laughs> yeah, fair enough.
1: We're going to send you a bill at some point, and you're going to be blown away by the charges you've acquired.
2: <laughs> They're all just Cru- going to be. It's just all going to say like, here you got this, and it was free. <laughs> You got this and it was free. And you then know at how the end it be like zero dollars and zero cents. You're welcome.
1: Free ninety nine.
2: Free ninety nine. Free ninety nine. Great. Great stuff. But yeah, I it, the college football playoff rankings again, I think it's I, I think they just need to create some buzz. I think if it came out, I mean the the general consensus everywhere is Alabama, then Georgia, then Notre Dame, then Clemson, then Oklahoma. After that, there's some debate between right. TCU, Miami, Wisconsin. You can put those guys in different spots. Even the
1: Dogs, Washington.
2: Wash. I mean, Washington's, and that's the thing. When looking at the at the polls, Washington. I guess they are ahead of TCU in the coaches poll, so we'll give them that. But it, it's just a pretty. It seems to be, I don't know. It's it's just. I think they just want so, something to talk about, so they're putting Georgia at number one. Yeah, that's a, I, I that's just, really all I have.
1: I don't even think it makes sense at this yeah. point. Yeah, like, and I don't
2: head. think they care, and I don't think either of those teams care. Huh. Well,
1: and perhaps.
2: I don't, I don't like. I don't care about. I remember when this, the first season, we had the playoffs. I was I was tuning in every night, every Monday. What is it Monday night? Right. They, they made it? a TV event that, they, event that they that they released the bracket, and I thought it was such a cool thing. And now I'm like, who cares? This doesn't matter. And, oh, Alabama's too. Well, they're gonna play cool. Georgia eventually if they're both undefeated. They're what both making Jackson? the playoffs. It doesn't care. matter. Exactly. That's exactly what I say. I say whatever. I'm Jackson. I don't care. That's that sounds
1: quotable. I don't know.
2: I mean, at, that's th- this playoff, which I guess is true of all rankings. But these rankings literally don't matter. Notre Dame and Miami. Neither of those two teams. One of them is going to drop out of the top ten this week, and one of them is going to be in a playoff spot after it. And it just depends on the game. It doesn't depend on where they're ranked this week. It just depends on the game. If they win out, if either of those teams win out, they're in the playoff. And it's as simple as that. I don't know. Rankings are rankings are good. I'm not as in on rankings as I used to be. Let them let them play the game. We'll decide. Come come conference championship weekend. Then these matter because then you see who's who's in the playoff picture. At that point, only a certain amount of teams can get in. But right now, I mean, Auburn could win out. They could beat Georgia. They could win the SEC title game and make the playoff. USC is probably out of it, but who knows if some teams above them lose. There's just too much that can happen between then and now to reasonably think that the four teams we have right now are going to be the four teams in the playoff.
1: Yeah, And that's well, how I feel. Right. I'm angry and that's about rankings. Field. There's a lot. So this, this is a week 11, I believe. Yeah, week 11 yeah. of the college football slate is upon us. And this is a real big week for that rankings we're talking about. I'll just run through some games here. There's a lot of here. great games, yeah. Right. So number nine Washington is playing Stanford. The second you overlook Stanford, is the second Stanford beats you. What? You look a little discouraged. Uh,
2: right? yeah, yeah. What? Nothing.
1: Did it pop up as the question box?
2: No. What? It, it says
1: block? I on the tweet. Yeah. See now, iPhone eyes not. No. See now, you're not an iPhone guy, so yeah. you don't. You're not in on this. But ever since they did this update, the if you write an I. Really? It becomes like hashtag question box. What is up
2: with that? I Why? don't
1: know. It's clearly an issue on Apple, but I'm glad that that came through on your phone. As yeah. Whatever. I'm just hey. I don't care.
2: You, uh, you guys with your, with your fancy iPhones and your fancy apples. Back and of my your, day, we mm, read newspapers. Yeah, my Android's been kicking for two plus years. Well, it's see, solid. It shows me all of the eyes. <laughs> it's got translatable <laughs> emojis at this point, which was really Ooh. the one thing that I didn't like.
1: I was going to say that. That sucked probably when being out it would just the be like boxes
2: wagon. and it was like oh i don't know what they're doing and so i would argue a lot of androids emojis are better i'm just saying okay
1: whatever but I'm just saying you know my iphone has been a great piece of machinery for the last several years until one night in a sleep you do? in a sleepy fog oh no half asleep my iphone buzzed me in the middle of the night and said would you like to update your software of course and I, I, just tried to get out. I didn't want it to be that bright. My eyes hurt, so I just yeah. pressed buttons until it quit making the, the light at me. Next thing you know, my phone updated, and Apple does this really cute thing, where after about two years, it makes your phone terrible and not work anymore when you update it. Yeah. So yeah, now my phone sucks, but yeah, uh, started it off happens. pretty good. It happens, you know. We'll see. But now, now I'm gonna have to go get a new phone at some point. So you know,
2: kudos Apple. That's what they do. That's how they get you. You know, it's how they get you.
1: Okay, number 12, Michigan. Number 13, Ohio State. Michigan State, that is. That is, that'll Michigan be a good State. game. Michigan State's had some big wins this year.
2: Yeah, uh, coming off a huge one against Penn State last week. Right. See Maybe. if they can keep the momentum. And we talked about this earlier in the year when they just, uh, they weren't really a contender, we didn't think at that point. They were a team coming off of a very bad season, weren't sure how good they would be. But they were a team that had the potential because they played a lot of these ranked Big Ten teams and a lot of the teams that we thought had the potential to make the playoff right, in mean, a row here towards the end of the season. They could shake things up, and they clearly did last week with that upset.
1: They've beat Michigan. They've beat Penn State. Notre Dame got them 38-18 early on in the season. Yep. But, I mean, like you said, that was a team where, you know, some things go differently. They could be a top-four team currently. Yeah. Uh, anywho, looking down the list, number one Georgia, number 10 Auburn. That'll be that a great game one. is a big one.
2: That will be big. Big, big, big. Huge.
1: Did you shake you your You could head even on argue. That? Oh, I thought you hit your head on the mic. I did. Well, that's impressive. Well, I hit my
2: headphone off the mic holder.
1: Um, okay.
2: I'm going for I'm very OCD, ADD. I don't know. I'm something. I can't keep the mic in the same spot. i got to continuously be moving it around.
1: Which is good because it doesn't make any weird noise exactly. when do that. <laughs>
2: exactly. I'm sorry <laughs> if there's weird robotic ghost-sounding noises in the background. It's just me being.
1: Well, and also the studio is haunted. We determined that like oh, two true. ago. That's true. Number four, Clemson at Florida State. That would have been a huge game before the season, but now it is a wash. Clemson Florida will Florida State's just stomp Florida State. Hopefully,
2: Florida that would be a that would be a cool win for Florida State though, and one that I think could keep. I don't I don't know if Jimbo's gonna be gone. I think ah. there's no way you can. But the oh, fans yes, are the fans are mad. He he handled that with grace when when he was under fire a couple of weeks ago. But I think that would do a, a huge amount just getting them back. And and getting their spirits up. I mean, this season is over for Florida State, but right. That's a football team that's historically been very very good, especially right. under Coach Fisher. So
1: well, Jimbo's still a great coach. Yeah. I mean, they've they've had some great teams, but whatever. uh Iowa number twenty at number eight Wisconsin. Iowa just coming oh off. Oh,
2: bad! I hope Iowa wins the
1: absolute shellacking of Ohio State. Yeah. In in real real fashion, and yeah. perhaps one of the better games of the entire weekend. Number three Notre Dame at number seven Miami. Uh, what is it? Catholics, Catholics versus convicts? convicts.
2: I'm on the convict side of this one, baby. Are you? Yeah. I mean, we've talked about that. Who you got in that game?
1: I mean, I've never, never once rooted for a Notre Dame team. Yeah. So I'll, I'll ride with the U. To turnover me, chain. Turnover chain. This, turnover chain.
2: This is like the longest yard where it's guards versus the Mean Machine. Miami's the Mean Machine. They're obviously not actual prisoners. Mean machine. But they're the they're the feel good story. The the U is back. They got the fancy turnover chain. They I was got all say, this stuff. It, it, it's just a cool. And maybe, I mean, maybe if you disliked Miami in the past, I, I, it's a weird thing because people our age, I don't think you've ever seen successful Miami teams. So it's like no. hard to be like, oh, well, I'd like hate Miami because of Jimmy Johnson and how good they were and like how dominant it, yeah, they were in definitely the 90s. You can't be that guy. You can't say that because no they've been bad. It's not like one of the. I mean. Even Notre Dame, I guess, is kind of similar. It's hard to say, like, I hate Notre Dame because they're a traditional power because that's, they haven't been. But I think that's how a lot of, not older people even, but just people in, like, 30s plus that's like I have that got to see those teams when they were at the peak and they were dominating year by year. It's cool, it's cool to see Miami right? Back. And right. it's cool to see this game matter again.
1: No, and I agree with you. But that's like, I have a friend who's a jazz fan who oh. literally just cannot stand the Chicago Bulls because of the Jordan era. That's not and a it's like, fair it's like, argument. Listen, man, you, you were negative two when that happened, yeah. right? Yeah. Just because your dad has told you the stories, and you might have watched a hard a hardcore or not hard Watch, what watch call, some hard YouTube court. highlights. What, hard, hardwood. The NBA Hardwood Classics. Hard that's what classics, it is. Hardwood Classics, yeah. But uh, <laughs> just because you've watched a couple of those and seen some, seen some Michael Jordan, yeah. that doesn't mean you, you need to be, you know, whatever. It's stupid. Yeah, it's it's stupid. It's dumb. But uh yeah, you're right. Notre Dame, Miami, three versus seven. Another great game. Number six, TCU versus number five, Oklahoma. Oof. Baker Mayfield now the four to seven favorite at the Westgate to win the Heisman. Yeah. So clearly there's a lot of top ten matchups that mean something this weekend. A lot so, on the line. I mean, this is this is a great weekend to potentially have your roommates out of town hunting. Hey. I don't know if that's anyone's specific case, but if that is the deal, that's ooh, you know, pretty pretty good one to set up four TVs and just lay on lay on the couch watch football
2: yeah i'm a little nervous the grizz game starts at one i i'm really i'm not gonna be able to watch this miami notre dame game i already know that but Uh, do you have dvr it starts at six our time and no i don't and i get i just i'm too reliant on my on my cell phone i couldn't i couldn't dvr i can't watch that dvr something
1: and then gone just i've never had a dvr in my life so no really never had a dvr
2: not at my home in anaconda not here not ever. Are you okay? No, I'm not okay. That's actually. terrible.
1: There's nothing better than just letting it. Yeah. Sift through the thousands of channels and pull out the few programs you care to watch. Yeah, and then, and you then can having skip those commercials on demand at your pl- you just, at, at your pleasure. Yeah.
2: I've seen them in action and they're great, but yeah, I'm not going to get to watch Notre Dame Miami, and I'm especially I'm upset about that. But.
1: However, another pro tip. This one again. Okay, here For we go. free, if you're into horse racing, there's a channel called TVG. That airs all of the races from every track. You well, record the whole day of races, and then you can just boom go race. go make your bets race. early in the morning. Race. Come home, kick your feet up, and just watch. Because usually there's about thirty minutes post time between each race.
2: Yeah, I was going to say a lot of horse racing is not horse is not. Well, racing. if
1: it's if it's a big one where it's you know a, a triple crown, there's usually like an hour and a half between races. Yeah. So I mean, you know, you just buzz through that thirty minutes, watch a race get your heart ripped out, buzz through 30 minutes later, watch a race, get your heart ripped out again. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not good at horse racing. I really should give that up.
2: Well, you got it, you do you, you know, you do you. But yeah, I mean, yeah, I this weekend is going to tell a lot. I uh, next weekend I think we'll have a clear idea of what the playoff picture is going to be like. And I mean, uh, that's the thing if Georgia if Georgia wins again, I think then it's almost justifiable that you're giving them the number 1 seed if they take down number 10. They probably and I argued this earlier in the season. Might have a better resume. I, th- th- I mean, they haven't really beat anybody either. They have the win against Notre Dame, which is huge. That's but a that huge. That's early. a that's a huge one. It's early, but and I don't know how much that matters. I think that again, and I talked about this on Monday a little bit. I think that, why why does that matter? They beat this Notre Dame team when nobody thought Notre Dame was good. Turns out this Notre Dame team's really really good. That right. that win should count as a lot more than it does. They beat Mississippi State too, also a ranked win and if they beat auburn that would be great and then you're looking at two i mean kentucky and georgia tech arguably i mean pretty easy wins you would think but alabama by the end of the year again they have to play mississippi state this week so that kind of matches the uh you know the only win they have on their resume right now is lsu essentially which is a crazy thing to think about That the i mean the sec isn't as deep and as good as it has been in the years past the sec is no this is this is kind of the first test They've faced. I mean, they played LSU last week. I guess so. That was that was a test. But they have Mississippi State this weekend. To end the season with Auburn. If they if they win out and Georgia wins out, I think Alabama is number one going into the SEC championship game. But again, I don't think that matters. If they're one and two going into it, I think they both make it. So, you know, that's just how I feel. You know, that's just how you feel. But Auburn could. I mean, that's the thing. Auburn, if they beat Georgia. Then two weeks later, if they beat Alabama, they're into the conference championship game where they will play Georgia again. If they beat Georgia again, that's a playoff team with two losses, but that's a playoff team.
1: I love nothing more than the amount of what-ifs that come from the college football ranking system.
2: There's so much that could happen. Just the amount of like, well,
1: if Alabama is able to go out and, you know, Kentucky beats them by 50, well, then you're going to have to put Miami at number, you know, all that different. Oh, yeah. It's just, it's, it's
2: true too. I saw some bracketology for the FCS playoffs and it was like, well, what happens if all of the, all of the big sky teams right now, it's like Eastern Washington, who is number five really in the big sky, if you're looking and they're still ranked ahead of teams. So they're probably going to make it, but I mean, they've got four losses. It's tough. But Eastern Washington, Montana, Southern Utah, Weber State, Northern Arizona—if these teams—if something plays out, they could all have basically three losses. And then who do you pick to go in? Well, I believe there's Skyline, a lot of what ifs.
1: I believe I—I I, I just read the headline here, but I believe Skyline Sports, a great published publication out of Bozeman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The Nuanez brothers, I like good dudes. Yeah, Colt is, uh,
2: Colt is fantastic.
1: I like Brooks a lot too.
2: Brooks, Brooks is good
1: too. Brooks is my—I don't—I don't
2: know him as much because he's oh, the Brooks, photographer. But I talk. Brooks
1: is my man. They're uh. They do this basketball tournament at Big Sky High School every year for alumni. Oh, cool. Well, it actually hasn't been the past few years, but they're just bringing it back this year. I have never participated in it. That's why I'm oh. training like an athlete. My life's a Rocky montage. I go home nice. and I just bench press tree tree trunks. There you go.
2: Getting that. So it's a Rocky Four montage.
1: Right, yeah, in Russia where it's snowy. Not just a Rocky snowy. montage. Yeah, I don't have any actual equipment. I'm just running around the block.
2: Just climbing mountains. Climbing
1: mountains, bench pressing logs. Punching the air. yeah. Shadow boxing, I think. Oh, there's a the dog thing. outside. Oh, my gosh. Sorry. Should we distracted. I Should got we distracted turn off the by the dog. Look no. at <laughs> it? Oh, sorry. But anyway, Continue. Brooks honest He's a sniper in that. He's very good. Very good shooter from deep. Wow. Not important. Okay, yeah. speaking of shooters from deep, Jackson, it is now time. Midway through the hour. Yeah. That doesn't work as good as top of the hour.
2: Midway through the half an hour. It's not of even time. Two
1: thirds of the hour. Yeah. But it's now time. For little guess that player. Ooh. A new game. Yes. Presented by Jackson by me. Wagner. By me. We don't have like segments monsters. No. Presented not. by Wagner and Co. All right. That's probably a real company somewhere. Not you, Jackson and Co.
2: Yeah. Wagner is there's Wagner, Wagner furnishing. Home there's Jackson furnishing. constructing. Yeah, that's true. There's a lot. There's a lot of things that have my name in them.
1: If you made a construction home furnishing outfit,
2: I could call Jackson Wagner, and I could combine those two things. I think we're onto something here. Call me if you—if you're a multi-million you're a,
1: dollars right there.
2: Anyone looking for an investment, call. Million me. dollar idea, um, just
1: like my million dollar idea. What's yours? Car I'm, wipers. I'm scared. That rather than just go like that.
2: Nope, I'm already they out like on them.
1: Come out, go up, lock, wipe down. So then you're not getting streaks. It's always wiping down. Then never brings back up. When it brings back up, that's when you get streaks and stuff. So they they work in like a rectangular yep. circuit.
2: Okay. Good luck. I'm
1: sorry, I just made someone out there a millionaire.
2: Good luck. At least with call that it one. like
1: potato wipers or something.
2: <laughs> That's a good one. That's a good name for it.
1: If someone's gonna steal that idea, I'd at least like a little name fame out of it.
2: Yeah. Fair enough. All right, you ready for this? Guess that I've got five players here. That's I'm gonna read you some stat like a, lines. That
1: sounds like a toilet utensil. Potato wipers.
2: Yeah, I was, I was not. I was confused with why you said that, yeah. anyway. but going to give you some stats have a hint for each i think some of them you won't need a hint on but see how I do. we're going to we're going to see how, how you do so knowing your so we got like 5 players, players. Right? we got 5 guys here okay yep are all right. any
1: of them coaches ever been no, wait, coaches have or are they no, related five, to coaches
2: yeah. um i can't i can't reveal that information mm. all right so ready for player mystery player number 1 sure averaging on the season 8.9 points 6.9 assists 6.4 rebounds shooting percentage 29% from Lonzo the floor Ball. 22% That's got to be three. Lonzo Ball Lonzo Ball ding 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 I mostly just wanted to put this because I enjoy talking bad about Lonzo Ball whenever I can right. and he has the worst shooting percentage in the league from both three and from two point land yeah. He's shooting
1: under 30% He was able to uh under 30% kind of keep it under wraps at uh at, at UCLA We they- have these questions about a shot mostly the it's an ugly shot mostly i was gonna say that the mechanics of it were yeah. the question but it, it seemed as at least at ucla that he would be able to knock down the shot with some consistency um but uh not looking like it he uh yeah yeah i think uh i think the nba so somebody wrote it might have been bill Orham, friend of the show i would say well i think we both like him we both like him i talked to him in person once i did too nice on oh, a yeah. face well, I guess on a FaceTime. Uh, that
2: doesn't count then.
1: Well, hey, I broke news to him.
2: There you go. Nice.
1: I forget what news it was. Something he 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 Skyped into one of my classes.
2: And did break on the And your something phone something Lakers happened
1: attention. and I, yeah, and I checked my phone and it was something Lakers I think it was that oh, it was the the genie bus coup to fire her brother Ooh. and hire Magic Johnson. And I raised my hand, and he's like – because they were doing just questions. And I was like, what do you make of Jeannie Buss firing her brother and hiring Magic Johnson as the general manager? And he's like, what? And I was like, yeah, that just broke. And he's like, I got to go, guys, and closed his laptop. Wow.
2: Nice, nice. That That's was cool. like
1: my that was like my big moment. The teacher looked at me like ah, – and I was like, hey, i hey. just breaking news for the guy. Just I'm just getting notifications I, from I, ESPN he, here. I don't know what to tell you. He wrote a story, and I was kind of curious if he would say, like, per source in Montana. But, you know. No. That's not really how that works. I mean,
2: to be fair, to break the news, you have to have been the one that was like, On oh, the horn. Oh, genie bus. Okay. This is happening. All right. I'm the first person to right. say it. Not like, oh, I saw my phone.
1: Yeah. So like I broke Just the news fair. that you broke the news that was sick. You did break the news that Bob that was sick. I mean, I, I, I don't saw believe it firsthand. What do you mean? You don't believe it. I I'm, told you a week the, the, before you knew he was sick. The timeline. And then the he timeline, does an interview and says that he
2: was sick. The I don't timeline know how you don't is buy suspicious. That. It was like a week and a half before because it was before you were gone, right? And it was so it was at least a week and a half in advance it was, of that game. It was
1: two weeks ago because I got my flu shot two yeah. weeks ago today.
2: And I don't know. I just don't know.
1: I think I, that I'll Friday the I
2: broke. I'll the give news. you the credit.
1: It's fair enough. I, I'm saying fair. I, just, you know, it's fair enough. We're right. here first on the West Coast bias show.
2: Player number two. Mystery player number two, averaging 30 points per game, 7.5 rebounds per Woo! game, and 2.3 blocks per game while shooting 51% from the floor. Hmm. No? Get that computer I'm, away. I'm
1: not doing what you think I'm doing. I okay. promise. I promise right. I'm not Googling this.
2: I think you're Googling it.
1: I'm not. I swear. One of the I'm, I'm doing something for comedy value, so I'm going to ask you to please hold on. Could it you, be? Led by Giannis, out of Grumbo. Led by... No. It's not Giannis Rumbo. Incorrect. Ooh, okay, okay. Um, Yeah,
2: that's a good guess, though. That's a good guess. Probably very... <sighs> probably similar stat lines. Mm. So 30 points, 7.5 rebounds, 2.3 blocks. Shooting over 50% from the floor. What position is the player naturally? The position the player naturally is, is, I would say, probably power forward. That's what he's listed at. I can I can double
1: check that for you. That must be another unicorn. Yes. Perhaps seven feet tall. Perhaps looks like Baby Dirk's older brother. Perhaps
2: seven three. Just so looks clear. like
1: Drago, who I'm training bit, to fight.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Perhaps lives in New York. Yes. Perhaps his name is Christophs Porzingis. Correct. Ding
2: ding 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 ding. Christophs I should have had that with the blocks. I should have had that with yeah. the Yes. Unreal defensively. I think he had a six-block game or a seven-block game already this season. Yeah, six blocks against Indiana. He he's just been so good. in the and the Knicks have been pretty good. They're six and five. I think a lot of people didn't see that coming. They lost coming off a loss to Orlando, which was what today's the tenth. So that was two days ago. Ooh, math. But thanks.
1: Ten minus. Kristaps has seven.
2: been he's been great. Kristaps has
1: been unreal. I mean. We talked about addition by subtraction, the Patrick Ewing theory. Credit to Bill Simmons on that. Yeah. Uh, Just like you would me, the Bob Stitt thing. but Well. well. (laughs) You would, Jackson, I promise. Anyway, basketball. But addition by subtraction, you take some players who are ball dominant off of their existing team, and that team improves. We see it with the Clippers a little bit. We see it right now with the Knicks. I mean, the Knicks are better this year just letting Porzingis Porzingis than they were trying to share the Carmelo, Derrick Rose, Porzingis. Yeah. I mean, it's clear that I, I think, obviously in the NBA, the whole point of it is finding a player who can be the best player on a championship team Yeah, and building around them. And I think Kristaps is there. I wholeheartedly believe Kristaps Porzingis yeah. could be the best player on a championship team in the same sense that Dirk Nowitzki was on the 2011 Mavericks.
2: Yeah. No, I agree 100%. He's, that's the thing when you're looking for – uh, a franchise player got to be able to score. I mean, obviously, a g- I feel like a guy like Rajon Rondo, while great and revolutionary when he was so good in Boston, wasn't the best player on the team. He needed Garnett. He needed Paul yeah, Pierce. He needed other pieces. Right.
1: Good third wheel. Good third wheel. But even you, that I would say. You have to be able
2: to score. Kristaps can score v- with the best of them. I mean, he's second in the league right now, averaging over 30 points a game. Well,
1: And we see these these group of young guys coming in, and I think there's a lot of them, such as. Led by Giannis. Rambo. Yep. Who could he could be the best player on a championship team? Yeah. I also think um, now with Eric Bledsoe, we haven't talked about that yet. Now joining the Bucks be big. for basically Greg Greg Monroe, who no one wants. Yeah, they're going to buy him out or trade him, him for a washing pick. machine. Yeah, the Suns are. I mean, a new washing machine. You know, That's good. That's Greg Monroe, good. Yeah. new washing machine. Yeah. I think I'd go new washing machine. You watch a lot of jerseys in the pros. Yeah, yeah. I great trade by the Bucks. Dumping a player like Monroe, who you don't even use, you've got Thon Maker. Yeah, you they don't need Greg you've Monroe. You've got John Henson, Oof. who's a great rebounder. You don't need Greg Monroe. Yeah, he had a good run with the Pistons.
2: It'll be interesting you to see how him. this changes Milwaukee's play, though, because they have been it's been point Giannis for a lot of this year. True, they've been letting him go, and Bledsoe's gonna take the ball away from him a lot, I think, and take him. I mean, i I talked about I think this was with when best friend Taylor was on the show. Oh well. Basically, a guy like Giannis, a guy like Ben Simmons, and a guy like LeBron—if you just give them the ball and say "sprint up the floor," and we're going to score every time down because they can't stop you—I I think taking the ball out of out of Giannis's hands might not be a great thing for the Bucks. But it, I mean, Eric Bledsoe is a super talented guy and great. He can get card. there defensively. He's so. athletically.
1: He can shoot the three. He's yeah. good defensively. The only only indictment I can think of on Eric Bledsoe is that he he struggles to stay on the court.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's it. I mean he's he's suffered a lot of serious injuries knee wise, which point guards, knee problems traditionally not a great marriage. Not not a good one. Yeah. But you know, it's kind of a forced marriage. It's not like they get a pick. True. All right. Number it's three.
2: True. Number three. Mystery player number three. These ones now it gets a little tougher. Those two were kind of kind of bigger ones. These are these are more well, that fringe sucks, players.
1: I already missed one, so
2: All right. Averaging. Thirteen point three points per game, averaging ten point nine rebounds per game, and is shooting sixty nine point four percent from the floor. That's the best mark in the entire league.
1: Ooh,
2: yeah, tough one. Obviously, a run, big guy. run me
1: through. R- give me the let's so let's do it one more time.
2: Thirteen point three points. Excuse me, thirteen point three points. Okay. Pretty, good, pretty good score. Right. On 69.4% shooting. That's the best mark in the league. And also averaging 10.9 rebounds.
0: Hmm.
1: So averaging it's, a dub-dub. I think it's got to be a big. Mm-hmm. I think it's got to be a skilled big. Ooh. Could it be someone I've talked about earlier today? Could it be Sir Clint Capella? Yes! Woo! Ding, 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 ding,
2: ding. Wow. I'm on fire. Impressed. I have it written in here. Hint, he's from Switzerland. Ooh, see sure that, that would have thrown, no, thrown me off no that would have thrown me off i didn't know clink capella was from switzerland Clint capella switzerland yeah hmm. interesting very interesting that's a big reason why i always took i just thought that was really cool in the 2k draft so i was like I- i'm gonna take this really tall athletic dude from switzerland because he's from switzerland there's nobody i don't think there's anybody else from there in the nba it's great <laughs> but yeah i mean we, we already we already talked about clink capella quite a bit today which is funny that that he came up because I was uh, just after that game last night I was like man Clint Capella's been balling and I mostly was thinking I saw some stats from Lonzo and I wanted to talk about that and so I was gonna have you guess and then I was like well Clint Capella too that's a guy okay. and then we talked a lot about him anyway so
1: I've got uh
2: some some Swiss basketball players yeah
1: but we're gonna do guess the Swiss basketball players after this, so we'll uh continue let's do number four and then we'll play oh man can Jackson guess the Swiss basketball players
2: all right number four averaging Ooh. 19.3 points points. 8.3 rebounds. 8.3 rebounds. 2.1 assists. 2.1 assists. 57.5% three-point percentage. So from the three-point line, he's shooting 57.5%. That's the second-best mark in the league, averaging about five threes a game, just under five threes per game. This is a tougher one.
1: This is a tough one. I need the stat line again. I'm sorry.
2: No, you're good. 19 points, eight boards two assists and is shooting the second best three point mark in the league 57.5% It's tough. It's a tough one. If you know it call in listeners. I don't know what our phone number is but
1: 2436226. No one knows it. You didn't even know it the other day, I feel like. No, I didn't. I had to text or t- I texted Tyson to call yeah. in the number and yeah. he corrected it. Yeah, he had to correct me on the number.
2: You got any guesses? Remembers. I do have a hint for this one as well, if you need the hint. I'm going to need the hint. His team is off to a 7-4 and four start. Very surprising start. Nobody really saw this team performing as well as they as they are in the Eastern Conference. 19 points, 8 boards, 2 assists.
1: I'm going to just throw a name out. Shooting 57% I'm from 3. fairly truth. certain it's wrong. Throw it out. Luke Kennard?
2: No. Not like, Luke Kennard. Just thinking of, uh, it, I would never I thinking, pick Luke Kennard for anything in my wouldn't. life. I figured I wouldn't. hate Luke Kennard. I dislike strong. And I know know
1: he's not doing that good. I was just thinking of great three shooters, and the Pistons are off to a surprising start. Shocker. Well, maybe just another hint. (sighs) He's not a three-point shooter at all. The
2: the, 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 the 57.5 is really. So it's a. Well, he's not. He hasn't in the past been a very good three-point shooter. He is a former dunk contest champion, however. Aaron Aaron Gordon? Yes. Ding, ding, ding. Aaron Gordon is is shooting that
1: well from three?
2: has the behind, I think, Belica. However you say his name, oh, fifty-seven the, uh, and a half. From the Minnesota three. guy. Yeah, he's been he's been balling out, and the Magic are playing really really well.
1: The Magic are playing well, which you know I think get I for, took the over.
2: Good for Aaron Gordon. That's a. Uh, I think I, I think I took the over. T- no, I think you took the under because I said I have to always go over because I like the Magic so much because my brother likes
1: it. No, I think you I think you made a case that since your maybe brother said, likes them, you root against them or something because uh, you're so cynical. I don't know. I know. That's a I good, that's I, a good one. I watched a lot of Arizona basketball in the last
2: – Yeah. better Aaron Gordon better than Derrick Williams.
1: I mean, yeah. Derrick Williams. NBA career. Better in Without college. question, yeah. yeah. Derrick Williams NBA Reveille, career. Has oh, man, that guy was very, great in Very, very not good. Uh, he did jump a motorcycle once. People forget that. dunk contest. Wow. Jumped yep. a motorcycle. That's but, uh, not
2: as impressive as jumping a mascot.
1: Well, yeah, and like While the mascots a on a it. hoverboard, and he's doing like a 360 between the over the – Yeah, that it was, was, incredible. Just, that was incredible. just ridiculous. But my point being was I've watched a lot of Arizona basketball, and I watched Aaron Gordon along with my dude, Nick Johnson, yeah. back in the day at Arizona. Those were got some beat good by the mm. Frank the Tank Wisconsin Badgers. I remember, like wow. yesterday. But Aaron Gordon was a terrible shooter
2: oh man oh, awful at the start of his nba career he was a
1: horrible shooter
2: still i think he's not a very good shooter it, does it say how many attempts he has yeah he's averaging i mean it's he's shot over 43s this year which i really like, not a ton but it's about five a game he's attempting Wow! so it's not like he is taking wow, like when he's hitting half s- 10 threes and made six of them i was gonna say i was thinking maybe he like yeah
1: yeah math wise yours was the best i could think of. Like, yeah like seven and five, yeah, maybe yeah that's nah, definitely not right
2: but yeah, I mean he's and he's shooting fifty five percent from the floor, and yeah, a third of his three of his just shot attempts a game are from three.
1: That's that's, that's in that's his bizarre. in his
2: career he averages which they've tried to get him to kind of spread out. His career numbers are ten points per game, five rebounds per game, so significantly up in both of those categories. And he made less than a three per game. He only averaged about two attempts per game, shooting thirty one percent in his career. So who knows? I mean, this these numbers might not last. He might go through a dry spell here, but so far early on in the season, I mean we just mentioned it they're coming off a win against New York, they have a bad loss to Chicago on the resume, but yeah! other than Woo! that that's a bad loss. Anybody that's that loses to loss. Chicago is a bad loss this year. I'm upset but, that they lost. <laughs> I mean, he's been balling out in that game against New York, 4 or 6 from 3, 8 of 11 from the field, 21 points. Yeah. It's it's just been it's been a really really cool storyline seeing Aaron Gordon so successful because that was the thing, the, just the the freak athleticism that he showed, especially in that year when he won the dunk contest. Everyone was like, if this guy just could shoot, man, he would be incredible. And now he's knocking down shots, and we're seeing what he's kind of capable of if he shoots well. So, right, good, okay good for Aaron Gordon. Let's get on to player number five. Oh, I thought
1: you said there was only four.
2: No, there's five oh Oh wow, I got one more. Ooh. I got one more for you. Twenty two point eight points. Four rebounds, three assists—not great in either of those categories. Forty-six percent from three-point land. Another Eastern Conference player on another surprising team so far. That might not be enough. Twenty, mm-hmm. twenty-three points though—twenty-three points a game. Twenty-three that's
1: points a game. What were the rebounds?
2: Four—that's uh, a four rebounds, three assists—not great in any other. Is e- it surprising
1: that this player is that low in rebounds?
2: No, I would say no. Hmm. I wouldn't expect him to be to be there but he's a top I mean he's a top he actually tied no no that's Eric Gordon excuse me I was gonna say tied with Aaron Gordon but he's a he's tied for 13th in the league in scoring with Eric Gordon and Blake Griffin ahead of guys like Lamarcus Aldridge and he's in the Kyrie east, Irving Devin Booker in the east in the east he is listed as a shooting guard has some fantastic vocals
1: very good singer I know exactly who this is. Who is it? Mr. Indiana. Yes! The pacer. Or the
2: Hoosier. Now a pacer. Former Hoosier. Former Hoosier, now pacer. Sir. <laughs> oh, you can't think of He's his name. Sang. Oh
1: no, you have it. You <laughs> New know. New York, it. New York at yep, the dunk contest. That's not
2: enough. That's not enough for me. <sighs> I need the name. I'll get there. Started at the Orlando Magic. I know. Then went traded to the, to the Thunder. City he was Westbrook's
1: second fiddle. He didn't mesh. They traded him, and Zabonis Junior. Little Zabonis. Yep. For Paul George, it's uh oh my
2: god. Oh, this is I'm sad for you. I'm you sad did, for you. You've me done too. so well. You've got you have it. I know
1: it. the player. Mm. Don't
2: lick,
1: lick, Vick. Victor Oladipo. Yes, that's upsetting. Victor Oladipo. I feel sick. I'm turning off the mics. Number that's the 13, show. Thanks for listening, everybody.
2: The Pacers are five and seven, uh, that's which is disgusting. surprising. For that shame on not me. That for
1: for me. shame on me. Yeah. Okay. Now my fun game. All right. Oh yeah. Do you catch oh, a play? A game. There are four players from All Switzerland. Time? All time. Oh boy. Since 1946, 1947. There's four. All of which happen to be active players you know by name. Didn't A- see that coming. Active,
2: they're all active right now?
1: According to Basketball Reference, they are all active players, the four players from Switzerland. Wow. Yes. Oh, all right. Man. We will Clint start Capella. With Clint Capella is one of them. One, Correct. obviously. We'll start with the next toughest, Kay. I believe. And these are just guys born in Switzerland. I think they maybe represented different oh. okay. organizations throughout their career. USC
2: Nikola Vrchovic er, oh, Wow! Vucevic?
1: Wow! First swing of the bat home <laughs> run. <laughs> Woah! I just wow. said the college. <laughs> yes, he was Vucevic he was born in, in
2: Morgesbad, Switzerland. Okay. And where did he end up? Does it say something else? anything else on there? I feel like he's, he
1: he played his pro ball not in Switzerland. I'm yeah. not sure
2: he's not Lithuania. Which is yeah. where Jonas Valanciunas is from. Right, I'm not sure exactly where no, he plays. No, he's just, his, from, just Switzerland. He's just a Swiss. Oh, Montenegro. Montenegro as well. Right. Okay. There
1: you go. Okay. So All right. you got two of the four. Wait.
2: You can take my computer. I'm not Maybe. using it. I'm, I looked oh, it's, up. It's plugged in. I'm not going to. You're good. It. I don't want. I'll it. turn it. There you go. Toward you. I looked him up after to oh, see wow, where was from. Oh, it says Swiss from. players right there. Yeah. Oh, does it really? No. No. <laughs> oh, I was like, ow. Oh.
1: <laughs> okay. Number two, a player. He's played on lots of teams. You might recognize him from perhaps his stint with the Oklahoma City Thunder. Back in the good old days.
2: Back in the good old days with the Oklahoma City Thunder.
1: The big three was around. He was taken originally with the 13th pick back in 2006. Wow. He, I believe, played for Italy, or does play for Italy in the
2: foreign games.
1: He uh, Uh, played with Chicago a long time ago. Then went to OKC, then Atlanta, now most recently Utah. You may know him for his. He's in Utah, correct? It's not
2: slow mo Joe.
1: It is not slow mo Joe. Is that what you're calling ISO Joe now?
2: It's slow mo Joe, Joe Ingles, not Joe Johnson. Sorry, I
1: was like, I know Joe Johnson. ISO Joe Joe should not be slow mo Joe, but
2: he's in Utah now,
1: right? And you may know him for a few years ago. I believe actually a year and a half ago he. Uh, was arrested, I believe, in New York City, along with Demari Carroll. Tabo Stivalosha. Tabo Stivalosha. Ah,
2: okay. I knew that, actually. I don't know why. Yeah.
1: A Swiss! Tabo,
2: another great guy to have on a 2K franchise. You've got three D forts. Up. Knock down those threes. Three
1: forts. Right. This one's tough. This is a player you would absolutely not expect to be from Switzerland, originally born in Zurich, Zurich. Okay. Played for a different team. I don't want to give that away because I think you would get it instantly. The number three overall pick in the 2011 draft. Played for the Utah Jazz originally. He broke his hand once, punching the bench. Fairly recently. Yeah. Just like oh, season. Oh,
2: man. Um, yeah.
1: Hates. Shoot. Hates Kevin Durant. Enos Kanter? Enos Kanter! Okay. The turkey guy. Yeah? turkey
2: The turkey guy. Yeah. Okay, cool. Wow. Did not know he was born in Switzerland. Yeah. I I had no idea either. Would not have guessed that. I had heard Tabo before.
1: Right. Tabo I knew. I had no idea that Vucevic was. No idea he was a
2: swimmer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Tabo I knew. Ennis I did not know. And I did not know Clint Capella.
2: Interesting. Very interesting. Shall I change the country? (laughs)
0: one,
2: One more country. One more country. Random country. Let's see if we can come up with anything. Basketballreference.com is great also for you basketball heads out there.
1: Oh, this this will be a good one.
2: All right. What country is it? Better not be Lithuania because I know it's country. Jonas Valanciunas. Your favorite country. Canada. Canada. Correct. Oh, man. Just There's active, too many.
1: Just active players.
2: Andrew Wiggins,
1: one obviously. Of them. Correct. There's a one, Is two, three, Anthony four, Bennett five. still on there? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. That's too many guys. There's just ten. There's just
2: ten. That's too many guys.
1: Wiggins, Tristan Thompson. Yeah. Maybe two of them. Now you only got eight left. Corey Joseph. Corey Joseph is Is on the list.
2: Anthony Bennett on the list. No. Anthony
1: Bennett is not on the list because I don't think he's an active player. Yeah. One of which, a shooting guard out of Michigan.
2: Brady Heslop. No. No.
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa.
2: Brady Heslop's Canadian, I think. Eighth
1: overall pick. Played on that Michigan championship team with Trey Burke. He's a sixer. Number 11. His nickname's Hot Sauce, I think.
2: Oh, Nick Castillo. Nick <laughs> Castillo. So it's Sauce Castillo is his nickname, Nick Stauskas. Stauskas, is, correct. That's his real name.
1: I don't know. This is going to take too long. Dwight yeah. Powell, Kelly Olynyk, J- Jamal Olytick. Murray, Trey Lyles, Tyler Ennis, Dylan Brooks, Keem Birch. Yeah. Oh, Keem Birch is They're all Canadians. Oh, he's the magic guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. All right. That was good, though. That was good. Last game. All right. Best player ever from Greece. Man, you love that clip It's a good one Stacy King's the man Met the guy a few times Wow yeah.
2: Nice How'd that come about?
1: I was Just after a Bulls game Trotted, my, trotted, trotted myself down Nice Attaboy. Half court I was like, hey Stacey Can I get a pick real quick? He's like, yeah, I guess if You want one? And I was like, I, th- I think I do I think I do Alright well, right. well, NBA going... game is fun Right Fun game We've got bold predictions coming up just next after the break, but we're going to step aside here quickly on KBGA 89.9, the West Coast Bias Show. Woo! Ric Flair. That's a Ric Flair
2: Oh, yeah. Yeah. I got you.
1: The jet flying limousine riding. Woo! Son of a gun. No? Woo! Are you going to watch? Oh, wow. That was loud. Sorry. Blowing out uh, speakers at the people at home. I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Just great. Know. Are you gonna watch that Thirty for 30? It's Are you a Thirty? It's already for Thirty guy. I know. Are you gonna watch it? Mm, maybe. Do you like Thirty for Thirties? I like Thirty for Thirties.
2: I like. I don't really. I don't know that much about Ric Flair. I like. I didn't know any, anything about Jet him. I oh, was like Woo. That's well.
1: That's yeah. how he does it. I know. So I should turn that's, my mic down. When I'm gonna do Ric Flair. Woo. That's but, fair. All okay. right. Regardless, we're going to break. I'm, not, oh, sorry. I didn't gonna, sing. You're not going to sing
2: on the land? Uh, I screwed up. Wow. I was distracted. I was looking at Twitter still because we got some favorites on uh, uh, during the break at WCB show. Well, not during the break. This was actually a while ago, but quoted out the tweet. Quote, whatever. I'm Jackson. I don't care. I mean, to be Which fair. Which were your words that I was making fun of you by repeating.
1: But I bet you I could pull the sound clip of you saying whatever. You could. I'm Jackson. You I don't could. care because I'm pretty sure you said that. I
2: did. I did say that. If I want to, you, you know, pull, pull that a full. Clip. Hey, it's all right. We don't need to do make that. Make a headline journalist We don't move. need to
1: do that. Should we shout out Mike Nugent, new Twitter follower? Oh, well, you just
2: you just did.
1: Oh well. Hey, what's up, Mike? Enjoy, <laughs> enjoy our Twitter feed. <laughs> it's pretty. It's yes. lit. It's videos of me uh, doing coffee, trying to open the lid. That's about it.
2: Yeah, us reminding you that we do, in fact, have a radio show.
1: That's true. That's mostly all it is. But, hey, I, I guess we should – this is the West Coast Bias Show. Weird intro. Hey, at WCB. Break. At WCB on Twitter, West Coast Bias Show, KBJ 89.9, Taylor Featherman, and Sir Jackson Wagner. We're just dancing in September, yeah. which makes us time travelers, I guess. Yeah. I couldn't think of a better song. That's Jackson, one of your go-tos. it's come to my attention that – this is an intervention, actually. Oh, yeah. Oh. Before we get into our NFL. Ooh, uh, all right. Our NFL uh, bold predictions for the weekend. Let's hear it. What do you got? Your mom brought this to my attention. Oh no. I believe you have hate in your heart. This is no place for it. On radio. Yeah. I was talking about how you. you I don't hate know. I, this know guy, if,
2: I don't know if that's a like a kid thing. Guy. But i litera- I I never, like I'm pretty sure that I've said that I hate Kyrie Irving on here multiple times, and my mom called me one day and said, Hey cool it with the hate. You don't I hate him. You, you don't know sh- him. You might dislike his play style. And I said, that's a good point. I didn't even consider that. Never and then I said, the I, did, I don't know if you heard me earlier today, but I can't even remember who it was about now. But I said, oh man, I ha-, and I said it. And then I said, no, I don't mean that. I mean, I just don't really like the way he plays. And I cor- I corrected myself. I'm trying. I'm trying.
1: Just, I'm, I'm working on me. Just hating your heart. Just-
2: I'm working on me. All right. Anyway, <laughs> bold predictions now that that's out of the way. For NFL, what's your what's your bold what's your what do you got? What team do you hate this week? I don't hate any.
1: <laughs> now I'm gonna try to trap you.
2: <laughs> <laughs> it's All not right.
1: not gonna work. <laughs> bold predictions. Yes. Here on the West Coast Bias Show, a reoccurring Friday segment taking yeah. you into the NFL Sunday slate. Which I feel as though this is going to be a Sunday slate, much like one of a couple weeks ago, where it's kind of boring. Yeah,
2: I don't really see any games that I'm interested in.
1: I see a couple. Saints-Bills
2: like. is going to be all right.
1: A couple games I like. Saints-Bills in the early slate.
2: Um, um, that's it. That's all I I believe about.
1: the three and five Bears who have thrown, I think, Ooh. a combined. This is a bold prediction. I think the Bears have thrown a combined like eight passes this season. Yeah. That's not true. But Probably, I eh, think, it's like right six. around there. It might be six. I think they come out and they beat the Packers. Yeah, I do. I don't think the Packers have looked that good since Rodgers went down, which is sad because I like Brett Hundley. I liked when he was at UCLA. He was good, but their run game has been weird. Adam Jones has been inconsistent, and then now, I guess, Ty Montgomery's back, and they just dropped Marcellus Bennett, Martellus Bennett, uh, because he didn't disclose he has a torn rotator cuff and torn labrum. So they dropped him, released him, and then, boy, who picked him? Oh, yeah, Tom Brady and the boys. Bring him home. Back to where he won a ring last year. But I think this Bears team comes out and beats the Packers. I think that happens. Yeah. I, mean, I don't even know if that's a bold prediction. It's in Chicago. I was going
2: the, the, the Bears have been bad this year, right? Like, we can agree on that, that they've been not Yeah, no, like, they have been not but good. But they've got, they lost by eight, so one possession game to the Saints last week. Where the Saints are a six and two football team they're they're probably going to win the NFC South which is messed up they had back-to-back wins before that beat the Panthers who are a pretty good football team the Ravens who were still I still have no idea they've also beat the Steelers a good team and with a three-point loss to the Vikings on the resume as well so the, the past I mean the past four or five weeks they've they've done well they lost by 21 in the first matchup between these two teams but again that's at Lambeau, and that's with Aaron Rodgers. I think this is a completely different game. Right. I I, I think the Packers win, but I'm, I'm. It's not. It's a bold prediction. I I, yeah, I think it's I, a bold I, prediction I, I, to
1: say the Packers win. Actually. Wow. We're both doing bold predictions. Mine's not bold. I'm taking it back. It's just a prediction. It's not even bold.
2: Hey. I need to do better. I mean, the thing is though. I hate can, when I screw be, up a bold prediction. I hate it. I hate it. We can be super bold, but we also need to be a little bit reasonable. And I think that's a. I think that's a good. I think that's a s- not an, not and maybe not even a smart pick. I was going to say that's a smart pick as one the consensus is on. Let's look at what ESPN has them at.
1: Yeah, let's read 50 what
2: their computer 50.9% chance oh, that wow, Chicago so wins. So, so I'm my the point pick nine is favorite. bolder I'm than yours. I'm the point
1: nine favorite. Perfect. <laughs> yes. All right. But, Do you yeah, actually have a, a bold prediction?
2: Um, I don't know if it's – I would say it's got, I, not super bold, but – the Jacksonville Jaguars. of course I'm going to talk about the Jaguars. I'm never going to stop talking about the Jaguars. Just keep
1: beating that drum.
2: This is the only year that ever that they've been able that you've been able to talk about them other than like yeah, and in, in the race for the number one pick, the Jaguars are right there, but not going to win it because they'll win stupid games at the end of the year. But Leonard Fournette, Jaguars running back, LSU alum, Tyson G. Gentry, and the G stands for going pro because Leonard Fournette. And the G—that's my thing. I know. I took. It a, I stole your thing there. That's okay. That was a throwback to anybody who I used to listen throwback. to the TBT show, but the sad descendent of the s- West Coast bias show. Yeah, started so well. He's got about 600 yards, six touchdowns so far this year, but he missed. Not he missed the last game because of a suspension. He violated team rules. Not not good. Come on, what are you doing, Leonard? Hey,
1: take a load off, missed Jackson. The
2: game before that, you're getting worked up of injury.
1: Still, I need even you to cool it down. you're getting fired up. Just take a breath.
2: With the two missed games, still the number six rusher in the NFL, and I think this week he comes out, rushes for over 100 yards and two scores. That's my bold prediction. And and that it I, I'm I'm nervous for this game because the Chargers are a good football team. We've talked about it. They're they're much better than their record says. But I think Fournette in his return has something to prove, and uh, I think he he has a big game. And that's it. What's your po- what's your next bold <laughs> prediction?
1: Sorry, man, the Lionel. Are we just or we're just, l- just takes leaving me out it, of it at
2: faded away, Lionel Richie?
1: Tingles my toes, just takes me out of it. I'm in such a such a pace of such a place of peace. Yeah. You know, I tell you what. If you ever get worked up in life, kick out a little Lionel, put your feet up. Wow. A couple deep breaths.
2: Quick mention. Shout out to Jordan Pierronton. Just texted, and said, are you on the radio right now? If so, I would like a shout out. Yes, of course. If you text me and you say that you're actually listening to this show you get a shout out for sure. JP, and then- the man. I think he's part part computer. That guy can code like no one I've seen before. Ooh. Former editor in chief of the Cayman. Well, I, I don't know if I don't know how long that lasted. I don't know if he was ever officially editor in chief, but JP's the man. Thanks for listening, Jordan. Go Raiders. I'm sorry they're not as good this year as we thought they were going to be. I still have hope. Huh. I'm holding out the hope.
1: All right, I've got another bold prediction. Uh The Falcons, a team that we've talked about on the Super Bowl hangover. What? Something funny.
2: Oh God. All right. Do you want I'm not even gonna say it. What? You want me to say it? What happened? Taylor just texted me and said, Hey, this is George Clooney. Good show.
1: Oh wow. George (laughs) Clooney's (laughs) listening. Wow.
2: Uh who saw that coming? You could have at least texted someone whose number I don't know and
1: Well how how do you there's two minutes left of the show. What do you want me to do here? I'm trying to do bold predictions.
2: All right. Get your bold prediction.
1: Distracting (laughs) me with that George Clooney talk. The Falcons, a team we talked about, the Super Bowl hangover. 28-3, 28-3, 28-3, 28-3. It's lingering in their minds. What
2: does 28-3 mean? It's the
1: Super Bowl score.
2: Not that the Patriots won like 30.
1: Blew the lead.
2: All right, I'm done, I'm done, sorry.
1: Lingering like a stale fart in the minds of the Falcons. They cannot seem to overcome it. It's dismantled this team along with Kyle Shanahan. Not the team they once were, but the Cowboys, a team making a bid um, to a p- potentially, I would say, even try to win the NFC East currently behind Philadelphia. Maybe not win it, but yeah. I mean, get a bid to the playoffs and maybe yeah. that wild card fashion. I think the Falcons in Mercedes-Benz Stadium in Atlanta just whoop on the Ezekiel Elliott-less Cowboys. Wow, whoop on them! Interesting. It's not even – it's a It's a slaughter down in Atlanta.
2: Wow, because, I mean, the Falcons have been struggling a little bit.
1: Jerry Jones calls Goodell tomorrow and says, hey, you know what? Or, well, after, Monday after the game. You know what? I'm not mad at you. I'm not mad at you anymore, Roger. Those Falcons are cheating. They're pumping in the sound again. What? They used to pump in sound.
2: Pump in sound. Sa- oh.
1: Yeah, they used to play, like, extra cheering through their speakers. Oh, yeah. We gotcha. got one more bold prediction before we send the people on their merry way this weekend.
2: I was gonna say kind of the opposite that the Cowboys were gonna oh, play really well, wow. but I think I, and again I don't think it's very bold of a prediction, but the Niners are finally gonna get a win this week. Yeah, they, that's there's, bold. There's no way that they can lose to the Giants at oh, home. Oh, that's true. That's not it's, very bold. I know. The Giants? Did you? I just need I need the Niners to win. Maybe they need to keep losing. I don't know, but I feel how is that team zero and nine? I feel so bad for San Francisco. I don't. They're gonna Dad, a great if you're pick, listening, start. Garoppolo. I'm sorry for you. I'm sorry. Three-point loss to the Seahawks, two-point loss to the Rams, three-point loss to the Cardinals, three-point loss to the Colts, two-point loss to the Redskins. Uh, since then, it hasn't been like I, I don't, that pretty. I don't feel bad but for them. They're going to They're gonna, they're gonna get a good out. pick. They might They might get that quarterback they've been waiting for, but who knows what that quarterback is.
1: Jimmy Garoppolo. That's the guy. They're going to get a nice pick in the draft. They're going to take a, a great defensive player. They're going to pair him with a little Jimmy G, a little Pierre Garcon. They're going to win some football games. All right. Well, that is the bold predictions uh, here on the show, and that is the Friday show. Woo! Firing through another slate. Here. We made it. We made it's over.
2: It's a it's a national holiday. I was I don't know why, but I was just like, all right, I don't have anything to do Friday. I'm good. And I had a a midterm due this morning, so I was like, I'm I'm just gonna work on that all day, and then. I was like, "Oh no, I still have the show. Like the show must go like, on." Oh yeah, I guess I have to. The show yeah. must go on. So. Eight like
1: fifty, you were like, "I better start
2: going." Ooh. See, those are the noises when I'm yeah, making when I'm moving the mic. Screwed around with the mic. But yeah,
1: good show. Good show. All glad, right. to, glad to be here. Great show. I think we'll try to start doing the guess the NBA player more often. That was. I fun. like it. I like it a lot. That. Um, alrighty. Well, on behalf of the West Coast Biased show, Happy Veterans Day. We salute all of our yes. servicemen and women out there. Uh, that's your Friday show. We'll be back Monday morning, bright and early, 9 a.m. Break down the incredible college football slate from the weekend. Yeah. Chris football's final home game of the regular season.
2: Yeah, should be an easy we'll win. Break we that. didn't talk about it much, but Northern Colorado is really bad at football.
1: We'll, we'll break that down along with NFL overreactions. We will see you Monday morning, bright and early. Take us out, Lionel.
0: Yeah, I said, everyone you meet. Be-